Guten Tag und willkommen auf Gamerhead Radio. Where today we spend the evening talking about the PS4. Gamerhead Radio starts now. Hello and welcome to episode 194 of Gamerhead Radio. I am Jonathan Santiago, aka Fallon Flynn. We're being civilians. Come on! I think this is my turn to say I'm goat. <laughs> really unsure about my spot in the lineup. <laughs> so it's another week, uh, is what you're saying. <laughs> 94th episode. I am Charlie. <laughs> Uh, the tech, your tech, technotronic horn worthless. Candy Mountain, Charlie. Um, and uh, yeah, we still can't get the goddamn intro right. So <laughs> no, we can't. Yay. I even started it fucking like right on time when we went live. I just I look out of the corner of my eye, see the little yellow light, and I'm just like, let's talk, you know. And then goats like, what are we doing? Why do I have hands? Why am I here? I don't know. <laughs> you know, fucking I don't know. Um, so I, I maintain that that is yet. It's just another week. Is is what is what we're saying. So, gentlemen, uh, I was not here last week. I missed the party. Um, I was able to listen to the episode. It was, uh, it's always surreal to listen to the show when you're not on it. Um, because okay. you're like, I don't fucking remember any of this. And then you wonder whether or not you have Alzheimer's. Um, so how, how was your week? How did you guys do? What was, what was, tell me of your adventures. Um, uh, I, 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 got, I had to work, well, I so so he, so I'll tell you I'll share a little bit of the fun of my day job. Um, so um, I work in an office that with about fifty workstations in it. The IT guy, and so I'm I, I'm in charge of all of these things. Um, so the the boss tells me on Sun on on Friday that the carpets in the office are going to be shampooed and cleaned on Sunday, which is great because they haven't been cleaned I think since we moved into the office like four years ago. That's it. Great. Um, Hey, um, what about all the stuff that's on the floor? And he says, well, we just have to pick it up. I'm just like, I, I, I'm just like you have absolutely no idea what you just said, do you? <laughs> because under, of course, under every desk, there's cables, there's power strips, there's power supplies. There, in some cases, there's computers. Some of the computers are the skinny ones we have up on, up on like a little shelf next to it. But some of the ones, the older ones that are towers are sitting on the floor. It's like, do you realize that I now, on Friday, you're telling me this, and I'm not going to have to stay late to disconnect everything that's underneath the desk and, like, Velcro tie it up and put the computers up on the desk because I, don't kind, of, I kind of don't want our electronics on the floor when wet carpet shampooers are bumping into them. And he just looked at me, and he just, he's just like, oh, I have to do that. So, oh, I, um, so I worked a 14-hour day on Friday, and... Um, it took me about um, it took me about three or four hours to to to, to go around the office and do this, um, and then uh, when all that was said and done, um, I then and my boss is like, by the way, it took me three or four hours to finish this. You then realize I now have to come in three or four hours early on Monday to put it all back together before people get here, and so yeah, I have to be at work at about five a.m. tomorrow. So yeah, well, um, we're gonna operate under the assumption that that means that Charlie is gonna get a lot of overtime. No, I'm salary. <laughs> oh, mom. Fuck you then, buddy. That <laughs> yeah. sucks. Uh-huh. That sucks, Fuck Charlie. You, right? Yeah. The yeah. joys of a real job. 
Oh god. Uh, no, no, no. That's not the joys. <laughs> the joys oh, are yeah, I put a thirteen in. Oh wait, I don't have those. Oh no, the joys are in vacation <laughs> time. Oh wait, I don't have that. No, the joys are in the, the the knowledge that you've you've done good and contributed to society and and you did a good thing. I can't help but feel as though you're being facetious, Charlie. <laughs> Just a little. Um, I, I, I am going to go back, though, when, when the live stream posts to YouTube. I'm going to find exactly that moment of the show and pause it so that I can screen cap that sweet who farted face you just put on. <laughs> it, was, it was too fucking good. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's, I, I, that's happening. It. It's going to have to happen. The other little tidbit in my life, um, for anybody that follows me on social media, you may have seen a post go up uh, this last week about how um, I, uh, I was I – was, was done. Um, I had told a couple people of this, um, um, kind of privately and, and confidentially, just until just because I wanted Cider Fest to be done and finished before we moved on, because I didn't want to draw attention to myself when Cider mm-hmm. Fest was going out. Yeah. But during Cider Fest, I had actually decided that Cider Fest was going to be my last time. That it was, it was, it was. Um, I wrote a very long post on Medium, and I put it up there. And um, if you, you may be one of the seven hundred people that have read it for some reason, but. Um, I, uh, I basically describe about how I was done and, uh, you know, the, uh, the amount of effort and energy and just everything that my con life was taking away from my real and professional and family lives um, were worth it to me until Donald Trump won. And I'll leave that you with, little, that, with that little teaser to go read the article if you are interested to find out why I changed my mind. But I did change my mind. And so, yeah, I'm now in the early planning stages for Windy City. So, hooray, I'm sucked back in. Yeah, but yeah. of my own accord. There you go. So, you did it to yourself. I'm, I'm make, I make. I, I absolutely did it to myself. But um, I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm making. Um, I've had conversations with Michelle, and I've had conversations with Corey, the other con chair and the owner, about um, making sure that um, you know I'm I, the rest of the responsibilities in my life, and mm-hmm. I don't go overboard with things with the con. And just make sure everything gets taken care of, and so um, hopefully you will not see Raggedy Charlie, you know, the couple weeks before con this, you know, this next time. That that is the plan and the goal. Because if if it doesn't happen, um, I'm gonna have to reevaluate this entire situation. But um, yeah, so <sighs> yay! Mm-hmm. So you're giving it one more swing to see if you get a different outcome. Um, yes, and um, um, yeah, I'm just curious. Did either of you guys read that post? After that? I did read no. it, yeah, yeah, I read it. Okay, um, these are the answers I expected. Um, so <laughs> you know, it, it's it's a it's a you know, it's like, it's like an eight minute read. Medium is kind of nice. Medium is a website where people can just like write articles and you know, just about anything like posts. And it's like a non, like a non structured blog, a kind of a format, but people write anything from political crap to just like lesson of life stuff, just recipes. I mean, anything really. Um, and um, uh, it's nice. It actually tells you like, this is how long it will take you to read this. So apparently my post is an eight minute read. So if you want to spare eight minutes and kind of, kind of uh, learn a little bit about why I got into cons in the first place and uh, why I'm sticking around. Um, and again, teaser has to do with Donald Trump. Um, you should, uh, you could go check that out. It's uh, it's pretty, if uh, you can find it on my social media feeds or whatever, but anyways, I'm talking way too much about myself. Good. How about you? How's your week been? I just, I was, I, I, okay. <laughs> 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 the, 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 the pony Trump, bridge doesn't doesn't i don't know <laughs> it makes sense when you read the book when you read the yeah but it's like two it was topics a, it, i don't 
it was care very, about regardless, ponies. <laughs> here's what i'll say about it regardless of your your political perspectives or regardless of whether or not you like my little pony charlie's charlie's post on this was very heartfelt and very honest and you will probably appreciate uh the, well, yeah the, it's charlie yeah, sure, but It'll no, be but, but a cynical I mean, bone in his body. No, no, no. There's a difference between cynical and <laughs> speaking from your heart. And Charlie was speaking from his heart when he wrote this, so I recommend you read it, regardless of your perspectives on either of those two things. But goat, how has your week been? Uh, my 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 week. Uh, I've been working a lot because I work at a dot com as a day job. So we're doing the beautiful thing of uh, hold on one second. I gotta handle this. Uh, of um, uh. You know, uh, Susie Homemaker is uh, uh, right next to her computer and can click at any time of the day to order said piece of anything. And tomorrow, next tomorrow, I get to go in and go pick it and put it in a truck for her. So the fact that we're slammed is probably putting it lightly. Uh, um, so I've been putting in a lot of hours there. And then I went on this weird binge of new toys this week. Which yes, we'll you did. Later. Uh, some were planned, some were not. Uh <laughs> Uh, other than that, um, that's about it. Just working and and hiding and working some more. I mean, it's it's me. It's just work, 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 and then more work. So my lovely life, John. Um, here, here's here's the thing. This week was um, this is week number. I think technically was week three of the new job and. Um, uh, the short version is, as you guys know, I don't really like to talk about the day jobs um, on the show because that's not what everybody came here to listen to us talk about. But I will say this. It's the best fucking job I've ever had in my life. And um, outside of being in a band, honestly, that's still a better job by a fucking landslide. But if you have to go to work and you have to, you have to earn a dime on somebody else's uh, payroll, um, it's the best job I've ever had. And uh, is going so well that I will likely be promoted like like the only reason i'm not already being promoted for the work that i've done in three weeks i was told is because it's a company policy is you have to be employed by them for six months before they will allow any sort of a um you know pay raise or promotion uh, my boss wants to has already told the ceo of this company that i'm going to be promoted and i've already been given the okay it's just i gotta get past six months um Excellent. there's a sizable fucking pay raise too so i am excited about that um but it's good, man. It's good, honest work. I'm moving at the speed of sound during the week. Um, it's uh, I get to be the Bruce Wayne to my VS for Villains Batman now because I spend all day in a suit or at least, um, you know, very, very nice clothing. I've had to buy a new wardrobe. It's it's uh, nice to look nice, but goddamn, um, it's hard to buy a wardrobe when you're already poor to begin with. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, my week has been very productive. Um I've also had, uh, let's see, last week I missed the show because I was competing uh, in Southern Illinois for uh, the forensics debate team. Like I said, I'm a debate team nerd, um, which has won me a scholarship, so I'm fine with it. Um, but uh, I did not win any medals this last weekend. I did okay. Um, so no master it. debating. No master debating. Not not on this occasion, Goat. Thank <laughs> you for for bridging that gap. <laughs> Uh, that, that's so ashamed of you. Um, it was, <laughs> but it was not a bad week. It was a productive week. Uh, today is actually my birthday. So, um, I spent a portion of my week earlier this week doing like 
birthday related shit. And I had, you know, my, my mother-in-law and my wife and a few people got me some gifts and stuff like that. So it was very nice. Um, one of those things was Titanfall 2 uh, because it was kind of a Black Friday sale, pre-Black Friday, Black Friday sale. And I, I was able to get it for like next to nothing. Um, and then Megan got me, a, you know, one of the things she got me was a gift card for Xbox Live. I bought the, the Bioshock collection with it, actually, because my thought process on this was is it was well-reviewed as a remake, and it came, it's three games, three games, you know what I mean? So um, that will last me for some time, plus all of the DLC content that may have come with any of them. So that seemed like a good deal to me, given that it was well-reviewed as a remaster. Um, yeah, so that was, that was pretty much my week, was everything I had going on. Charlie, if we're done talking oh, yes, about John. our week, then clearly it must mean that the week ahead has video games in store for people that have money. I don't have any of that, but uh, there are people who do. <laughs> so, well, for those of you who do have either Christmas lists or uh, or money burning a hole in your pocket, yes, there are indeed some video games coming out this week. Um, I'll bet. Although fewer than the last couple of weeks, we've pretty much run the gamut of our of our of our you know holiday releases here. But there are still some to go. So on uh, Tuesday, this, uh, November twenty second, I'm going to try very hard not to say PS one during this release log. Oh, you already <laughs> lost that challenge. I'm referencing it. I'm not. I'm not making the mistake. Is what I'm saying. You ding it. Just said it. Okay. <laughs> so it's coming out for the PS four. Batman okay. the Telltale series episode four, Guardian of Gotham. Ah, oh, it's so fantastic. Coming out Mother on Xbox <laughs> 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 uh, coming out no, on Xbox I... <laughs> One, the PS4, the Xbox 360, the PS3, the PC, iOS, and Android. Um, uh, Darksiders War Mastered Edition coming out on the Xbox One, the PS4, and the Wii U. Uh, Alchemic Jousts coming out on the PS4. Uh, the Little Acre coming out on the PS. Xbox One and the PC. <laughs> Saved it. Uh, Gary Slower the is better. <laughs> Gary the Gull coming out on the PSVR. Hollow Ball coming out on the PSVR. Proton Pulse coming out on the PSVR. Verzoom Arcade coming out on the PSVR. iZombie coming out on the PS4. Thing coming out on the Xbox One and the PS4. Slain Back from Hell coming out on the PS4. Samurai Showdown uh, 6 coming out on the PS4 coming out on the Vita, Stranded, a Mars Adventure coming out on the Vita, Laser Disco Defenders coming out on the PS4, that sounds fantastic, uh, Dragon Ball Fusions coming out on the 3DS, and StarCraft II Nova Covert Ops Mission Pack 3 coming out on the PC. Sure, on Monday, November 28th, uh, Stern Pinball Arcade coming out on the Xbox One and the PS4. Tuesday, November 29th, Watch Dogs 2 is getting its PC release. Final Fantasy 15 is getting its release finally on the Xbox One and the PS4. Um, Darksiders War Mastered Edition on the PC. Townsman is coming out on the PC. Steins Gate O. O and not a zero. Maybe it's a zero. I can't tell. On the PS4 and the Vita. Thursday, December 1st, The Dwarves coming out on the Xbox One, the PS4, and the PC. Maze, like M-A-I-Z-E, okay, coming out on the PC. And Friday, December 2nd, Super Mario Maker for Nintendo 3DS. I did not know that was a thing. Coming out, mm. obviously, on the 3DS. Steep on the uh, Xbox One, the PS4, and the PC. And Fury on the Xbox One. I said all the console names correctly with one close save. I'm, I'm, I'm going to call that a win. Uh, guys, what are you looking forward to on this list here? Uh, Batman. 
Yeah, yeah. I think that's really kind of it for me. The Samurai Showdown Six. Um, it's it's an arcade port, I believe. Um, but those games are not in the world of fighting games not relevant anymore. Outside of that, I, there's not really anything else on this list that's catching me. And honestly, we're just now hitting that point where anything that is going to be, I think, prominent for the holidays is kind of already on shelves. And it's not much. This is probably the most lean, like, pre-Black Friday, November kind of video game season I've seen in probably three or four years. I was thinking that Very too. Lean. I'm glad it's not just me. No, I was thinking no. That. I mean, you got your standards. You got a Battlefield on shelves. You got a Call of Duty on shelves. Titanfall 2 is out. It's mostly first-person shooters. You know, it's the big budget games that hit just for the winter. There's no Assassin's Creed this year. Um Sports Horizon 3 covers your racing. Yeah, covers your racing. And honestly, I, I feel like maybe the PlayStation VR is should be the hot thing this Christmas. I hope it sells well, you know, as I'm sure Goat will probably attest to my feelings on that that platform <laughs> and the What We Played section. But, um, yeah, it's just not much going out. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty much with you Which guys. Which is good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it is good because um, Charlie might actually get to fall out 4 before he oh, died dude. Oh, don't, don't even give me that. Don't even give me that, John. We're all buried from uh, like b- about a year ago. From about this time oh, yeah. last year, I'm still catching up on shit. <laughs> no, I'm not even going to argue with that. I, I desperately need to finish Witcher, like desperately. It's never going to happen. That's only 900 hours of your life. <laughs> don't make me think about it. It makes me want to drink. Um, I, am, I, am, I am very... John, are you caught up on Telltale Batman? No, I'm not. I still have to play Chapter 3. Oh God! Okay, I I need you. I need I, I need you guys. Uh, what are the chances that you guys will be able to catch up? Both of you catch up on Batman for next week's episode. I, Easily, I need yeah, to talk I can do that. This. I will carve about. that time out. Yeah. I will carve that time out. I, that's no problem. I, I can do that. We we have to talk about this because the, the yes. ending of the last episode just so okay. Um, awesome. Good. Good. Um. Um, buggy though, I will say. Side note: uh, Let me know if you guys have experienced any bugs in episode three. There were two times in the episode where, like, like I was, I was. Uh, one time was in. This is not. There's no no spoilers here. Um, there was one time where I was in the Bat Cave, you know, and like if you've played the game at all, when you when you're at the Bat Computer, you can like review like your dossier. You can kind of like review like the most recent news, and then you can do like whatever your next like story you know progression thing is. Mm-hmm. I went to the dossier, I went to the news, and then the option that I know I had seen in the big part of the main screen previously was gone. Like I there was nothing. There was nothing for me to Weird. click on or interact with. I had to like. Like go back into it and start it all over, um, and then there was a second time where something similar happens. So I'm curious to know if episode three is buggy for you guys at all. Um, but uh, I mean, a, a very minor, like that—that that is the only po- po- quite even remotely negative thing I could think of so far. Um, but yeah, so please catch up next week so we can we can discuss. Please, please, please. Um, but yeah, no, th- those are releases for uh, for the for the foreseeable future. Right on. Very Not good. Bad. Very good. Um, well, if that's the case, then let's talk a little bit about what we played this week. Um, we, up until, like I'd say, the last two weeks, all of us kind of confessed to hitting dry spells. We haven't been playing as much. Charlie had a lot of con stuff going on. Goat was a remote goat for, like, ever in a day where he was just not able to play other than two months. Rocket League. And yeah, man, he's gone. <laughs> and then I was busy with school and transitioning to a new job. Now, I think we all kind of talked before the show. I think we've, we've broken the drought. I think we all managed to get in a good amount of gaming this week. So, Goat, why don't you talk? I think you have probably the most to go on. Why don't you talk about? Yeah, right, all right. Hold on. Let me bring up my notes. Literally, my notes. 
Um, that that's where we're at. You have notes this week. Yes. So so uh, um, I went on this binge of new toys this week. Um, my phone decided to um, remove its charge port when I pulled the cord out. So that um, needed to be replaced. And in that form, I got the uh, Google Pixel as a new mobile device. Um, man, where has this phone been on my life? Whew. Really? You like it that much, huh? There's nothing on it. You know how great that is? Like, there's no <laughs> crap on it. It was like, here it is. Here's the OS. Do what you need to do. I'm like, oh, man, this is a beautiful thing. And 128 Perfect. megabytes of onboard memory means, oh, you, oh, you the apps. It, I think. Like by the huh? look on Charlie's face. Yeah. That, that, that makes my jimmies tingly. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, Charlie, you would have laughed because like the dude, I, I know a little bit about him, a lot of the phone world because I just, I get a phone and I just run to the ground. But uh, so I walk in, I'm like, hi, I need to fix this. And he's like, yeah, have you seen the pixel? I'm like, oh, okay, it's a new Google Nexus kind of thing. I get it. And he's like, yeah, and I'm looking at the thing and I'm like, wait, is that is that 128 like on the phone? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, good God, that's sexual. <laughs> the dude turned a little red. <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah, done. We're done here. Th- thank you. Put it in the box. Let's let's move it along here. <laughs> but with that, it came with the Daydreamer, which is Google's I, 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 VR headset, but it's basically the upgraded version of cardboard, which it's really comfortable, though. It's like correct. super, super yeah, it squishy. Is the, it's the evolution of cardboard. That is correct. Yeah. Uh, and it comes with a little remote, which is weird. Yeah. But once you get used to it, I, I, I kind of don't see myself without it now it's really, really kind of convenient to have that little thing how do you stack it up next to the gear vr then right here oh god it's so much clearer than the gear vr it's so much lighter like tons lighter well it's all like uh it's all um textiles and like um like there's nothing to it there's no like actual like hard surfaces to it it's just like a thing i should i should have it with me right now but i i'm, I'm a terrible person i can see it from here i should probably run and get it shouldn't i so the people um, can see it. I, I I wouldn't mind. So so just real quick, we'll go yeah. going off running off to grab the thing. Uh, if, in case anybody doesn't follow this kind of thing, um, so Google has been kind of branding their own phones called Nexus for a while now. Um, there was the Nexus One, and then I, I forget what the, the the various Nexus phones that they put out with. But the Nexus was always Google's reference phone. Like they basically like every generation that they came out with one, they would basically say like this is kind of like with the technology we have right now, this is what we think the perfect phone looks like. Um, is sort of the next iteration in that line. It's not called Nexus anymore, but um, it's it's um, one of the first ones that's um, like well, I guess that's not true, but I think it's only available on Verizon. But um, yes, it's uh, it's uh, you know from everything I've read about the phone, it's uh, I, I'm jealous. I, I, it looks it looks like a beautiful piece of hardware. Why don't we? Uh, oh, I want to welcome to the chat to uh, you know Zach, um, you know the the horrified podcast. So, you know, oh, sure, sure. Good buddy of ours, he's in the, the chat right now, um, you know, chatting with us live during the show. Welcome, Zach. Good to see you, man. Congratulations on your, your wedding uh, just a couple weeks back. Um, some you, of you guys, you guys, Villains fans out there may have, may have met um, Zach's wife, Emily. She's, she's worked with Fias for Villains a few times doing merchandise at the merch booth, and uh, she's a really, really, like, awesome lady, man. So, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right. That's right. You did. Um, Zach says greetings from greetings from horrified. 
Uh, greetings, man. We still got to do the crossover. I was talking with Zach about that last week um, at the midpoint of last week about trying to do that crossover episode with you with him. So hopefully we'll be doing that soon. Um, just got to line up everybody's schedules. Um, but uh, otherwise, yeah. So so why don't we? Since Goat's going to be gone for the moment, Charlie, we'll we'll pick up where Goat left off. But what did what did you play this week, man? Um, I played Watch Dogs 2. I played a lot of Watch Dogs 2. I'm hearing can, a lot of mixed say, things. I'm hearing a lot of good and bad. It's yeah, I so I don't I haven't I actually I, I looked at the meta score just um just you know the Metacritic score just uh, before I, I opened the plastic just to make sure that it wasn't crashing and burning. At the time when I looked at it, it had an average score of 87 and you know well into the green range. And so I said, all right, that that's plenty good enough for me. So um here here's what I can say about it. Um the characters mm-hmm. are so better than the first like they are they they are instantly likable they are instantly relatable um you know they're they're you know with um you know with the with the main and as the main character of, of you know the first watchdogs uh adam jensen no wrong game that's deus ex um <laughs> that's how but, uh, that's how fucking generic some of these characters are though yeah okay. um <laughs> uh, we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll my internet decided to be like, nope. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> while while you're getting your lower third and everything set back, yeah, up, yeah. yeah, we. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm talking watchdogs too. Um, just so just to just to catch you up on on the little bit I've said so far. Um, I've played watchdogs too this week. I played a, like a ton of it, and um, I'm I, I can I can honestly say that in my, I probably put a good maybe maybe six to eight hours into the game, which for me is a lot. I mean, so you know, it might not be a lot for many other people, but for me, that's a lot. Um, and, you know, and, you know, it's from Tuesday to Sunday. Um, and for, for me, in my perspective, they've fixed, I would say, easily the things that were wrong with the first game. That's a lot of, um, and, that's a lot of chunks of a fifth, man. That's good. Yes. And I mean, this, as far as I'm concerned, this absolutely is the Assassin's Creed 2 evolution that we were looking for here. Um, wow the um you know the uh but the biggest thing for me is um go, like i was just saying is that the um the the characters especially the main character infinitely better than than the, than than the, the than the main character from the first game um they're basically instantly likable instantly relatable they actually seem like real human beings that um, was the one common through way that i heard over and over was is that the the characters had a humanity that a lot of ubisoft's characters do not Yes, absolutely. Um, the like, j- just just as an example, I mean, this is this is, this is spoiling very minor details about the, like the first level of the game. But basically, your tutorial level, your first level of the game is basically um, your um, your initiation into DeadSec. You know, the hacker group from the first game. Um, but it, you know, just the the San Francisco chapter of it, essentially, because you know this game takes place in a virtual San Francisco as opposed to Chicago, which I do miss, but I'm okay with it. Um, it's a you know not it's not a it's not a real detractor. It's not a detractor for me. It's just a oh, but you know. Um, but um, and so after you pass your initiation, you meet up with um you know with the rest of the members of DeadSec, and they basically tell you you're in. And then like the like the, the like what, the next oh, cutscene is like they all go down to the beach and they get drunk and they start talking about like you know all the stuff that they want to do as hackers. It's just very real, and it's it it seems to me like this is exactly what I would do if I was in these guys' shoes. Like this is this is perfect. And so um so yeah no I'm I'm greatly enjoying it so far. Um, little things here and there, like the, for me, the like the driving to me is not great. I think the driving in Grand Theft Auto, for example, is still significantly better. Um, I had the same complaint about the first game. Um, 
me, it's not, not like it's not enter the matrix driving. It's not that bad. Um, you know, no, but it's definitely uh, pivot pivot arcade driving. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but yeah, no, I'm I'm greatly enjoying it. I'll 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 stay away from plot details for anybody that um, you know is planning on playing it and cares about spoilers and that kind of thing. But um, yeah, no, that's been my game this week, and um, I'm very happy to be playing it. Well, I mean, plot plot's not that hard. I mean, you don't have to spoil it. There's there's a timepiece, and there's a canine, and there's probably two of them. Go trying to make a pun off of watch. Watch dogs. Two, <laughs> two, two dogs. <laughs> two dogs. Yeah. No. No, no, no. No, no. That wasn't trying. That was just just playing down... Another sequel. And, uh, that, that's our goat, ladies and gentlemen. We're happy to have him back. <laughs> So so go let's let's pick back up with what you were saying about uh, you know the, where the, where did I drop out at um, you were talking pretty much right when you held up your phone yeah. when you, oh, when we you held touring. up your phone yeah we were touring this thing here and the, yep. the thinness look at how thin that thing is look at that that's in a, that's in a case too right that is in a case yes wow, it's even thinner is... uh, and then it's got the supposedly this doodad does something I don't know. Oh, that's a fingerprint. That's a fingerprint reader. Yeah. Well, when you're a bass player and you have no fingerprints, that doesn't mean you're naked. That's fucking. Okay. So they're just callous. They're just callous. Fucking pause. Changes shit. every week. Uh, it's not the same any every time. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Uh, it's, it's like face recognition. <laughs> face recognition and I don't get along. Apparently, I have uh, a very long chin, according to face recognition. Well, that that's the the goat that makes you yeah. what you are. Yeah, for sure. but uh, no, it's good. It's it's cool. I, I like it. It's got two speakers on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Two. Ooh, very it's nice. Both those little ports. And it's stupid loud. I have like, never had to turn that. down a phone until this one. Like three quarters volume is plenty. <laughs> I have still yet to find uh, better audio on a phone than the HTC One. Those phones, the audio for the original HTC Ones were so fucking yeah, good. Yeah. Insanely good. Anyways, though. I digress. Yeah. Anyways, so so that's that's the the guts of it. And then we were talking about this little the daydream headset thing, the daydream headset, which looks like a headset with man. It looks really comfortable. It, the the lining looks uh, way more comfortable for the face. This is yeah. This here is all like um like pajama like pant material. No, it's like pajama plant material. Like that really soft pajama pants. Yeah. Like like flannel sort of yeah like it's nice. like yeah and the one thing i do like about this that i don't like about the vr is i just have to take this little tabby here and go flip and with my case my phone fits in here nice. and it just nice. and it just it has this little dupe and it fits right in there that is and nice. the strap is just uh these two you just move these two and it it, it, it adjusts so much better but look at, all, look at all this padding in here hold on this is Okay. Yeah, I'm nice. terrible at back backwards, but look at all that padding. Like it, oh, yeah. it just it looks like the it looks like the optics, like the actual like eye holes are bigger than the Gear VR two. I think so. Yeah. Just just from how it looks yeah. on camera, and it doesn't have a focus, so it's like the PSVR where you have to move it to the perfect focal point, which is a lot easier than doing this crap. But the thing, I, I mean, honestly, okay. if this thing weighs over two pounds, I'd be shocked. And then it comes with this. This is the the weird part. This 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 little thing here. Little remote. This is yeah. This is a touchpad. This is a back button, and this is a home button. And you, you just kind of, and it, it it's awesome. Like 
<laughs> oh, it's very minimalist. Yeah. Very, and it it does a lot. Oh, it's got a little volume button on the side too. A little bitty volume button right there. But you just kind of like do this, and it it, it 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 just becomes natural. So I was like, all right. So that was the one toy, and I've downloaded a metric ton of shit that I've kind of fucked around with here and there. So so that including. That's- that's one of my two questions. Um, my first mm-hmm. question is: is content compared to on the on the the Gear VR? Is would you say the content available is comparable or better? Um, or actually, a lot a lot of familiar titles, um, like uh, Kart Racer is on there. Um, what else? I see? There's a couple other titles that popped up that I was like, oh okay, yeah, and they're on both platforms. Um, and then there was actually um, oh probably seven or eight uh, Daydream exclusives. Which which intrigued me. Um, okay. One of them was uh, is uh, trapped goat. I mean, I got to get it because you know purposes. Hold on, let me just make for sure. reasons. Uh, for reasons, yes, for yes, reasons. Uh, yeah. Where is it? Give me one second here. I'm terrible at this. Uh, danger goat. Sorry, danger <laughs> goat. And it's about a little goat, and you have to get him through uh, an op- uh, obstacles, and he gets blown up and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> I don't know, whatever. But the only thing, it's a lot crisper. Copy, man. A crisper than the Gear VR. Um, but the one thing I did notice is the the screen door effect is a little bit more noticeable in in this one. So okay, but so now I'm curious I, as I'm curious as to what you mean by then it's crisper because to me that suggests that it's a clear image. But he's talking about the screen door effect is like well, oh, oh is that what you mean? It's it's super crisp, and super quick, and it, the colors are super lush. But you can okay. it's like you're looking through a screen door at them a little bit. I think it's it's more noticeable because the colors are so lush. Does that make sense? Uh, yes, actually, yes, I understand what you mean. Yeah, you can see the screen door better in daylight than you can at night. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Uh, so my second question is, is have you had any instances where it's told you that it's overheated and it need, you need to stop playing? Nope. That's like fantastic. Champion Tiger. Uh, I was under this thing for probably an hour and a half the other day oh, and so nice. nothing. That's actually, if, if it weren't for the fact that uh, that's what keeps me from playing my Gear VR more is that it overheats so quickly. Agreed. And how quickly it overheats is purely dependent on how resource-intensive the game is. So basically, however yeah. well-programmed or, or optimized mm-hmm. it might be, you might get a few more minutes out of play. But until mm-hmm. they fix that problem, and after playing on the PlayStation VR, which I didn't really get to talk about with you guys, um, after sitting under that for two straight hours without an area problem, you noticed it when I went back to play my Gear VR. I was like, fuck, I don't, like, don't want to sit here and mm-hmm. have to let the phone cool off. So yeah, I feel you on that goat. I also feel um my Gear VR I got dizzier, more motion sickness quicker than this one. Like this one is a little bit more fluid. So I noticed that like I can only play my Gear VR for like half hour and I'm like, okay, okay, we're gonna we're gonna just stop before there's a mess. Sense if uh, <laughs> if you know, because I I one one of the common things I've heard is that people who get motion sick from VR headsets, one of the highest causes of that is when the frame rate gets all screwy because mm. then that messes with your with your vision. So yeah, if the frame rate's more consistent and better, then I, 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 it makes perfect yeah. sense that you would get motion sick less. That, that's mm. all. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So that, and I mean, I love the fact that the 128 gigabytes, cool. I, I've got like 10 VR games on here. I think I'm using like 20% of it. <laughs> no, it's not expandable, right? It's it's what it, ha- it doesn't have a slot no. to put in another card. I don't know why you no, need it, to it, it. 
it, it is what it is. But I'm okay with right, it. Cool. I'm not no, happy about it, uh, but I'm okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's not the only play you played with this week, correct? No, the other one we can't. Oh, no, we can talk about that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the other one is uh, I got my hands on a uh, pretty sweet Vegas rocket, also known as a PSVR. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, holy shit. Um, Oculus and Vibe better watch their ass. Flat out. For that price point, they're playstation's coming fucking hard and they're coming heavy and they're swinging for the fences and and getting damn close to them it's, because for four hundred dollars at for four hundred dollars i sat on that thing for an hour and a half i played every single demo available to me and the only reason i got out from underneath is because i literally ran out of content to play tell me tell also, me that, that rigs was not amazing the rig is comfortable. It is. Uh, it's. It's no, just no, no, everything's no. right. The headset is super what? comfortable. I'm talking about the. If mm-hmm. you played the demos, the game, mm-hmm. the demos, rigs, the game, mechanized combat league. Didn't or, like it. You didn't like it. No. No shit. But didn't. tell. I'm like, what? What was it you didn't like? It was it? cool. It was cool. It's just like I'm like. Eh. My. You want to know what the funniest part of this? The re- reason I don't like it is because the, the the dudes aren't in pods. They're just sitting on top of these fucking. Oh no! It's awesome. I love legs. It. I mean, I so much if somebody shoots me in the face, I have no armor to not get shot in the face. So, so then, what else did you play? Tell everybody else what, what you. Uh, let's see. I went through Drive Club. Uh, how, how was that? That was amazing. That's a big question. That um, it, it's it's so much more fluid to be in the cockpit and being able to drive like I normally do. Like if you if you're kicking it into a skid, you can look left and <laughs> see where you're going, <laughs> like just naturally. Yeah, I was what taking. I, they give me a Kyocero or a Panos. And I was doing like two seventeen around corners, completely sideways, like not even thinking about it. Yeah, but put put a steering wheel in your hand, like a, like a factual. Yeah, and like mm-hmm. yeah, that was a little weird. I was oversteering a lot with the controller. Yeah. I will I will give you that. Tell me, but it was annoying it was cool. though when they drop you first into the driver's seat and like they don't assume they know your height, so you're like really like low or high up depending on your height, and you're like it just everything looks weird, and you have to kind of use that manual tick. Oh yeah, you gotta, you had to yeah. Adjust but I'm used to that. That's like getting in a, yeah. But that's like getting into a car, anyways, and you gotta like lock yourself in. So it I was used to like, like I brought myself way up. I brought myself down, you know, and I kind of like get so a ride they myself. They got your of approval with that one, then. Yeah, of course. Me, I'm looking in the back seat of this thing, going, "Oh, okay, right there. That's cool." <laughs> I want to put the speakers there, and I'm like, I'm like looking through the moonroof and all this stuff. I'm like, of course. they're like, you could, you could drive. I'm like, yeah, I'll get there. Don't rush me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've waited my whole life for this. Don't fucking jip yeah. me out of it. Yeah, one well, and, and, and you know, and it was the little things, the, the little things where I could look in the driver's side mirror, and it was something. It was, what was supposed to be in the driver's side, and I looked in the passenger side mirror, and it was exactly what it, it, all three mirrors had what they should have in them. They move fluidly. It wasn't like that, like pay, you know, we, we've had before in games where they just get copy and paste like a thing, but it was like it was like, like you were really there. It was really on top of its shit. So there was that. Um, I also came to the conclusion that I don't know why we hate ourselves and play horror games in VR. That's just <laughs> no, no. I played. The... Did you play the kitchen, John? I did play kitchen. <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck all of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it did its job. It did its job. Yeah, I I, I yeah. got to play because um, Nick Nick had a bunch of games preloaded on his that he he bought. I got to play Arkham VR, which was fucking. I could spend hours and hours and hours in there just being bad. Yeah. Just I could sit on my couch and just be like, I'm the mm-hmm. Batman. I'm the Batman. <laughs> you know, and then um, uh, Until Dawn 
uh, that that was more scary than the kitchen demo in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fucked up, man. But kitchen fucked yeah. my shit up. Yeah, I, I, the kitchen was terrible, and I did that. Uh, here they lie, or here they lay. Yeah, I, I, I tried it too. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck all that. That nope. <laughs> like, <laughs> like at one point, I felt myself. Well, like I was playing the recliner, right? And there's a part where dude comes running at you. I literally kicked back so hard to get away from him that I shot the recliner out. I believe it. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, I, need I was like, why are my legs up? I'm like, oh, right. I'm in a recliner. Oh. Who's going to let, let me borrow the one that they got to play? Because I need, I need to try this thing now. It's my turn. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'm sorry, man. You got to get, get, get a friend with one. Nick is going to be here this week. I'll ask him if he can bring his VR, his, his PlayStation VR rig with him when he comes back into town this week to do the convention so that we can maybe set it up in the hotel room or something and you can try it because I'm, you, yep, that'd be, you that'd need be to, you need to rub it all <laughs> over your face. Literally, Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. Like um, I said, that this is, this is awesome for $400. I was, I was just, I'm in, like I'm getting one. Like it's just, it's a perfect experience for the price tag. It's, and it uses the move controllers. And and you say that not owning a PS a, a PS4. This is a PS4. This is well, I can't talk. Mm-hmm. This is a PS4. The PS4. <laughs> you keep yes. talking about like the fucking the PlayStation Hitler man. <laughs> it's, it's a PS4. <laughs> that's there's that's our fucking episode title this week. The show title is PS4. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fucking yeah. stupid. Uh... Like so, but go. This is this is this is a PS4 system seller for you. You're saying? Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna buy them both at the same time. Eight hundred bucks, done. Moving on in my life. Wow. Okay. And I'm awesome. never gonna go back. I'm gonna throw my Xbox out the window. Just going team blue until I need to get my Xbox out of the yard and uh, put it back together when the Xbox VR comes out. So, so was the PlayStation <laughs> VR amazing enough to sell you on a PlayStation Four? Well, I'm already sold on PlayStation Four, but I'm I'm sold on that too. Like amazing. Yeah, you know, I was like, oh, I'm gonna get PS Four. I'm gonna get PS Four, and I was like, ah, oh, the add-on, whatever. And then I played it, and I was like, that that add-on's a must. That's that's a thing that has to happen. Yes. Mm-hmm. Does does or does not having hands completely fucking literally a game changer? Yeah, yeah. I I, I played Job Simulator and um, yeah. If I didn't have hands, that that would have been a completely different thing. Well, it would have been say, you I, looking at the item pour- highlighted and then touching the trackpad to pick yeah. it up and moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. Stuff. Having the move controllers is so much better. Um, until so you're trying to pour coffee be face that doesn't work out really well mm, mm. <laughs> but yeah I, I um yeah like everything that used the move controllers it was it was perfectly executed it was fluid it was comfortable it was weird that they show the actual move controllers in the screen so like if you spin them it knows where it's at and it actually shows you the buttons and shit like to the orientation to you so i was like wow all right but yeah so that was that was the uh i'm gonna buy a psvr because um well you know what, PlayStation, you you've won all of it. <laughs> good, very good. Um, so, John, yes. Oh, so so go go. Anything else you want to talk about before we switch? Uh, hold on one second. Let me just. Yeah, because amazingly, we're already forty-four minutes into the show. <laughs> yeah, we're yapping. Uh, yeah, there's one more. I mean, we'll do the quick one. Forza Horizon Three, still working on that. All eighty fucking hours to complete that monster of a goddamn game. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then um, I guess we should probably make my, or my uh, honorable mention that I've uh, put a metric ton into Pokemon Sun in the last two days as well. Nice. Thoughts? Yes. Um, 
It's great. Um, they've made the improvements they need to. Um, they didn't change what they didn't need to. It, I mean, uh, Nintendo can do no wrong. I mean, they can do wrong with this franchise, but they haven't done wrong yet. So, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> and that that's it. That's all right I on. did. Right on. Smallest, robust, tiny. <laughs> least. Um, I'll try to keep my, my section brief because um, I played a chunk. So, um, like I said earlier in the episode, I got Titanfall 2 as a birthday gift. Target was doing this thing where it was like you could get Battlefield 1 and Titanfall 2 for $35 a piece if you bought them by the close of that Friday. Uh, it's supposed to be an online-only thing, but if you have Target's Pinwheel app, which lets you do a lot of their online like specials and coupons and stuff in-store, I just use that. I bought it. I already had Battlefield 1. Otherwise, it would have been I would have easily picked that up because it would have been Basically, you're getting one of them for damn near free at that point. You know, a game way, I think is like, yeah, it's like next to nothing, man. I played that. I purchased during their little Black Friday sale on the Xbox One um, the Metro um, 2033 and Metro Last Light, uh, like like redo. Uh, they were six dollars. It was six dollars for both of them, so I bought them. Um, played those for a little bit, not much. I played the the Wolfenstein. Um, expansion all old blood um because that was six bucks as well couldn't fucking pass that shit up um i liked wolfenstein so i'm enjoying this tremendously um let's see what else did i fucking play um a bunch of rocket league i'm getting so comfortable with that game i'm like knocking the ball out of the air from the top of the fucking ceiling at this point um a little bit of overwatch um i know there's something else too i know i'm forget. oh i played the open beta for that that ubisoft game steep which was the one where it was like that weird like snow extreme sports game where you have all these different camera angles and trails and markers and big mountain map and stuff they showed at E3 this year. Um, it's really boring and uh, not at all the fun that they made it look like in the E3 presentation. The controls so suck. it is not. No. The controls suck and it has got the most bizarre... Nothing about its interface feels natural or normal to me, and I can't tell if that's because I'm used to games adopting every other game's interface. And so whenever a game introduces a new concept, sometimes it takes a minute to latch onto, or sometimes it just feels bad because you're not used to it. Um, but they made some really bizarre design choices with the controls and the way that you switch between the different types of kits that you wear when you're doing whatever sport you're doing. And I kept, whenever I'd put the wingsuit on, I would try to walk in it and I would literally like jump like I was trying to do the wingsuit jump and I'll just fall flat on my fucking face in the snow. And I was like, <laughs> why does that happen? And I figured out like when you switch to whatever kit, the second you move in a direction, it assumes that you're wanting to do that thing you have equipped in that direction. So, you know, wingsuit, you jump. So, and then you have to, if you're wearing the wingsuit and you don't move, you have to switch back to a walking animation in a menu to be able to just walk around in the wingsuit. It's really bizarre. They made some stupid choices. It is weird. I didn't play with it enough to really garner much of an opinion of it, but I was not terribly impressed with it, and I hoped to be surprisingly. <laughs> yeah, it's bizarre. Um, I think I think that was everything I played. We'll just call that it because okay. I, I'm sure I played one or two other things, but nothing that I haven't talked about on the show a bunch of times. Oh, Battlefield 1. Just playing more of the multiplayer for that, which, which is fun. I did start, um, though, for anybody who cares, I did start two clubs on the new clubs that they have on Xbox Live. Um, one of them is the Chicago Gamers Alliance. Um, so for anybody in Chicagoland that wants to play on Xbox One, if you want to look for groups together, share content, and you have captures and stuff from your hard drive, you're welcome to join my group. It's Chicago Gamers Alliance. Just find my gamer tag. It's Fallon Flynn, and you can find my club. And then I also started the uh, um, World Fighting Game Community uh, 
you know, which is very bold of me to do, but uh, World Fighting Game Community Club. So anybody who likes fighting game stuff can come together and share it there because there's not, the Xbox does not have a robust fighting game community like it should because it doesn't get a lot of support for fighting games. So I would like to help bolster that in the world of the Xbox. So nice. join either of my clubs. Thank you. Yeah, I did That's start up yeah, a couple of weeks ago. I did um, uh, poke around. I did start up a Gamerhead Radio Club, but was trying to see if there was a way to share it like outside of Xbox, like share a link. I don't think there is, and that's a faux pas. Yeah, I hadn't found that, and that's kind of that's kind of a something that should be there. I think so. Quite, I agree. Um, Yeah, I I I haven't I hadn't told anybody that I had done it because it didn't seem like it was baked fully yet. So, but yeah. Anyway, um, cool. So yeah, we we all played some video games this week. That's we did shocking, and it's kind of a change. For the news, I'm going to kind of do what I've been doing for the last few weeks and keep the the news really, really lean. Um, This week's news was a little bit on the slow side to begin with and um, not anything terribly shocking. So let's go ahead and hit the ground running here at number five. Um, Real quick, real quick, just just, uh, because I don't want to just have this be at the end of the show. I do want to drop a programming note in here at closer to the top of the show. For next week's episode, if anybody is going to be at Collision Con, um, hanging out, uh, you know, if, if you're there to, uh, if you're going to be at the con anyways, you want to keep an eye on our, uh, on our social media feed because the possibility exists because both Goat and John are going to be there. Uh, possibility exists that I might be able to get over there too. And, and we may be doing some kind of a gorilla at the yes, television yes, con. Yes, nothing yes. official, nothing in it. It's not, it wouldn't be in a panel room. with Part of programming or anything, anything. yeah. Yeah, so um, it might be like just in like the villain's hotel room or something. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to be at Collision Con, keep an eye on our social media feed because like a, a live show actually in the same room for for the first time in quite some time there. So keep your eyes out for that. Excellent, excellent. It all depends on the uh, orangutan rental company if they come through. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and also, we've been teasing for a while um, that we were expecting to be at uh, Con Alt Delete. In December, well, it has been confirmed. Uh, we are going to be at uh, at uh, Con Alt Delete, the um, co- sort of um, geek everything um, uh, 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 animecon.org event um, in on. And our official time slot is going to be Saturday, December seventeenth, I believe, if I remember correctly, at twelve thirty. That's noon thirty, and uh, which is, I think, a pretty good slot. Um, unless unless they happen to stick us right right like right across from the uh, against the, like the voice actor panel or something like that, um, I think that's kind of prime real estate. So that's uh, that that's real good news for us. Um, so con off delete. Um, uh, you can catch Gamerhead Radio live on December seventeenth. Uh, of course, so in, just in case you were wondering, yes, you have to have a con off delete badge um, for either the day pass or the weekend badge to get in to see the show. But if you're going to be there for one of those things, please come by and see us. On um, panel room two or B, uh, whichever it is, um, on uh, on Saturday, December seventeenth at noon thirty. Um, so let's go ahead and start off with number five here. So you guys remember uh, we talked a little bit, um, you know, about when uh, Chris Metzen, one of the uh, the old names at Blizzard, that's been there for twenty years. He's he's been a legend in that world and and done so much as as part of you know World of Warcraft and then you know Project Titan, which got canceled and then became Overwatch. Um, 
he left and he just recently did a, a, a bit of a spot on a, a, a podcast on a, an episode of the instance podcast where he was talking kind of in depth about why he left. And the reason I included this story is because I felt like it would be important uh, as a kind of an important addendum to uh, just a few weeks ago when we talked about, um, you know, game developers reaching this intense stage of burnout where they can't function anymore and they just feel exhausted. Now this is, like Amy Hennig a few weeks ago, this is a legend in the world of video gaming and somebody who's done a lot to help video games, and particularly Blizzard, over his time being there. So I wanted to give you an idea of what it was and some of his reasoning for deciding to leave. Um, to give you an idea of what it was that uh, he did, he'd helped guide the development of every major franchise at the company, and thanks to his infectious enthusiasm and uh, BlizzCon stage each year to many fans, he was the public face of Blizzard Entertainment. Um, and just a few months ago, at the age of 42, he announced his retirement, not just from Blizzard, but from the wider world of video games. So what happened? When he was asked about it, um, he said, leaving Blizzard was an incredibly difficult thing. I'd been there since essentially I was a kid. I think I was 19 when I got hired, and it was my whole life. It was my identity, and in many ways it was all-consuming. And it was just incredible, but there can be a cost sometimes to running that hard. Um, despite the huge success that Overwatch has seen this year, the story behind the game's development is anything but straightforward. Uh, as we talked about previously known as Project Titan, Blizzard had spent significant time and resources trying to create the world's next big MMO, but eventually canceled the project after a whopping seven years in development. I think everybody is kind of aware uh, of that. That was a pretty big news, uh, pretty big news story at the time. Um, he said, I think during those years, I burned out really, really hard. I think in my heart I needed a change in my life and I wanted to slow down. I wanted to just not carry the weight of it all. But when you've been at a company like Blizzard for as long as I have, I think about Shawshank Redemption. I'm an institutional man now. I'm a Blizzard guy through and through. I love that place and I love the people there. He said, but it made me feel schizophrenic. Metzen, along with the Overwatch team, had eventually managed the impossible and turned this failed project into yet another huge Blizzard hit. But by then the damage was done. Uh, with with Metzen saying, I started having panic attacks left and right, just uh, and just nonstop anxiety. And before I finally retired, I think I had been having panic attack panic attacks all the time, but I didn't know what they were. Cat and I would go on dates, go to a movie, and uh, almost all the time I would start panicking in the middle of a movie. I had no idea what was going on. Eventually, these panic attacks would be diagnosed for what they were, and with the arrival of a newly born daughter, Metzen was forced to make uh, what must have been an excruciatingly difficult choice. Um, you know, the, the original article that, that published this was through Eurogamer. Um, they recommend listening to the, the podcast episode that he takes part in because they said that this is just a little bit of the information that he puts out there, but that it was an extremely honest and very kind of heartfelt interview. So uh, I recommend listening to that if you, if you can uh, snag it. Um, sad times, man. Like you always hate to hear about somebody doing that, but it, it kind of puts into frame that people forget that there are people making video games for them sometimes. And they don't think about the amount of stress and pressure on the backs of those people. And remember, man, the people that make these games for you are pulling 14, 16, some of them 18-hour days, getting three and four hours of sleep a night. You never see their families in order to make sure you can have a laugh at the end of the day playing a game. You know, it's uh, sad when that shit happens, you know. Tough. Yeah, Very tough. definitely. Um, moving on to number four for the week. Um, <clears throat> a little bit of information finally creeping out about Red Dead Redemption 2. Um Take-Two CEO Strauss Zelnick has shared some new insight into Red Dead Redemption 2. Speaking earlier this week at MKM Partners event, the executive first discussed the reaction to the game's announcement in October, saying, I'm not shocked, very pleased. Um, he added that the game's announcement trailer has picked up more views uh, than what the company expected. Overall, anticipation is enormous. 
he said, for the Open World sequel. The executive also spoke about how time, how the time is right in the world for today for Red Dead Redemption 2 to succeed just as the original did back in 2010, saying, The conventional wisdom was, of course, that a Western wouldn't work, Zelnick said about the first game. We took a different point of view, which is that very occasionally Westerns capture the imagination of the public. When we launched Red Dead, it did, and those times were right for that. And I think the times are right for a big, sprawling, optimistic view of America again, and that's not meant to be cute. Um, lastly, Zelnick teased that Red Dead Redemption 2 will offer incredible emotional depth. That's a quote. You can expect there to be a great story elements and great gameplay elements, he said. Red Dead Redemption 2 will also have some kind of an online mode, though, as it will basically uh, all of the other elements of the game have yet to be detailed. Um, I, I mean, I don't know what there is to say about that other than that I'm excited, you know. That's, that's, I mean, there you go, Charlie. That's, that's what we're looking at. Um, for yeah. The video, for the video watchers, I'm, I'm just going to scroll, t- while we're talking, I'm just going to scroll through some screenshots that they've shared, shared so far about what the game's going to look like. Oh, yeah. And, and man, if, if this game looks half as good as the announcement trailer, then I'm on board. I mean, I'm on board anyways. What the fuck am I talking about? I don't play it. <laughs> but it just, uh, man, I, there are a few games in, in the recent years that have enthralled me as much as Red Dead Redemption did. My father, too. My father is definitely a video gamer, but this is the last game, more sort of modern game, my father played to completion. He almost never plays games anymore except for select MMOs because he really likes them. But Red Dead Redemption is his jam, man. He loves these games. Um, so your dad, your, dad, your, your dad played the first one? Oh, yeah. My dad, my dad still plays it. He'll go back every once in a while and fire it up and still jam it. But he played it to completion. Yeah, My father is a gamer. Uh, by and large, he doesn't play as often as he used to, but yeah, he, I mean, most of my life, he was sitting next to me playing games with me. We played them together. So, yeah. Ooh, doggy. Cool. Ooh, doggy. Yeah. Ooh, piece of candy. Yeah. Um, looks like trying to. He's had a better day. Up. Yeah, trying to get them chickens. Yeah. 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 Well, that uh, dickhead vulture is stealing his lunch. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I, I know, I know, we're talking about Rockstar here, and like they, they are no, um, you know, they, 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 you know, saying that their games are detailed is putting it lightly. Oh, so yeah, you know, yeah, you know, some of the things that we're seeing here, just with the with the detail and like the draw distance, especially in some of these screenshots, like you know, like a lot, you know, I know, you know, a lot of people like may have noticed in some games that you know especially in earlier generations where they couldn't just render an entire map and have it be on all the time that, you know, when you're looking at mountains in the background that you can actually get to like what you're, what you're seeing is not actually those exact same, like, like, you know, polygon rendered mountains. It's just a, a, a screenshot of them. And then like, you know, they just, you know, the, the, the wall, essentially the, the hologram deck wall, you know, on the, the holodeck <laughs> wall essentially just changes as you move around the map. You know, you're not actually seeing those rendered mountains in the distance. You're just seeing a picture of them that just changes as you get closer. When you get close enough, then it actually turns into the real mountains. Um, but I mean, like it's so it, 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 I'm, you know, from a technical aspect, it would not surprise me if they're doing the same thing here. But if they are, I, it's some of the best work that I've seen in making me believe that they are real. I mean, like on the screen right now, I've got a shot that's of like a vast prairie with like a mountain range going up the right hand side. And like there's some like deer elk or something in the foreground. And that mountain range stretches for miles. And I believe I, I kind of believe that. The closer part that, that probably is rendered, at least in a low resolution that's closer to you, um, is also still being rendered off in the distance. Either that or there's just some wizardry happening here in, 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 in faking it, that there's a wall there that we can't see. But, yeah. 
Either way, man, I just want so to climb good. all of it. I want to climb. I know it doesn't look so good. It looks so. It, oh my! I mean, like I've got a screenshot up right now that's just like of a sunset and just like it is just. It, it looks like a photograph. I mean, it's beautiful. So I'm 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 so incredibly psyched for this game. Excellent, good sir. Um, me too. And I'm sure most of the gaming world is probably doing a tiny happy dance every time they stop to think about the fact that it's real. Now all we need to do is get our fucking you know Valve threes, you know, and then everybody will be happy. Um. <clears throat> Let's go ahead and move on to uh, number three for the week. This is not so much of a news story as it is an announcement, but a happy announcement anyways. Quantum Break and Alan Wake developer teases new game reveal, which is good. Looks like Quantum Break and Alan Wake developer Remedy Entertainment is going to announce a new game soon. Developer earlier this week posted a teaser video that says, new game trailer is coming soon. They posted it on their Twitter. Um, you know, right now that's kind of all they're saying about any of it. Um, it's some sort of a secretive project is, is kind of what everybody's saying. There's not really a lot of information about it. Otherwise um, they did confirm in, in September though, that they were going to start making multiplayer games. So people are kind of speculating that maybe this will be a different kind of a different thing for remedy uh, because typically like quantum break and Alan wake, they do generally have a, uh, you know, kind of a style, you know, if you, if you told somebody that, Quantum Break and Alan Wake were made by the same people. You could probably understand that. Um, focusing on the intense single-player narratives. I'm good with this. I'm very excited about it. And while it's not much of a news story to talk about in the world of gaming, I think it's exciting whenever somebody who makes good games is going to be doing um, you know, something mm, a little bit uh, more broad than what they're known for. Um, mm, 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 oh, you know what? Except Charlie <laughs> found it an update. Out. Look at this. So since John came across this article, it actually has been updated. Uh, apparently, that um, that the game trailer is not actually a game trailer at all. It's a uh, it's apparently a wacky blooper reel of sorts. It's actually somewhat of a recruitment video for apparently their next project. And so, um, yay for guerrilla viral marketing. I, I, I is how I would describe this 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 turn of events here. Um, here's here's what I'll say then. While I am intensely excited about the idea of them making a new game, clearly that's not happening. So f- fuck you, Remedy. No number three for you. No soup for you. Um, let's go ahead and move on to number two from our, our live in a lie number three. Um, <laughs> another douchebag gets busted and is going to jail. FIFA coin hacker convicted of defrauding EA out of $16 million. Um, I do have to note that this article, again, originally written by Eurogamer, starts because it is a soccer article. It's related to FIFA. The fucking article opens with severe penalty. Fucking bad. Um, a hacker's been convicted uh, of defrauding EA out of FIFA. It's, it's true because it's... Because soccer and penalty, penalty and... Yeah. They, they, I don't know. They could have said um, a red card. That's true. Well, if it helps here, let me screen share for you really quick here, Goat. Uh, in order to to make legit here, the photograph is of a referee holding a red card. So oh, okay. they, 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 they did their, yeah, their due yeah, diligence. They did. They did. Um, yeah. Hacker has been convicted of defrauding EA out of FIFA coins worth $16 million. Uh, Anthony Clark, 24, um, from California, was convicted of, of wire fraud in a scheme that involved over $16 million worth of FIFA coins. FIFA is so popular that the in-game currency FIFA coins has sparked a black market for trading. A simple Google search returns hundreds of sites that let you buy and sell FIFA coins for real-world cash. What a bunch of dopes. 
The FBI has accused <laughs> Clark and three others. I'm sorry, man. I look, maybe four or five years ago, maybe a decade ago, but we're living in an age now. If you got disposable income, here, I'm going to rant for a second. If you've got disposable income to throw at the stuff, good for you. Spend your money on whatever you want. I buy fucking video games and, you know, watch cartoons and shit. I, when I'm a grown fucking man, 35 as of today, and I spend my money on a bunch of frivolous nonsense. But if you're buying fucking FIFA coins with real-world money from underground black market sites, I do not respect you. I think you're a douchebag. Moving on. Um, FBI accused Clark. Just, just, just for my understanding, I'm sorry, John. Just for my understanding and context, are they are they buying these from these the site because they're cheaper, or are they hard to come by? One would so imagine like, what, it's what, what probably usually in these scenarios. Whenever online game currencies are sold on a black market website, it's usually at some sort of discounted rate because they're making so much fucking money on them overall that they get. They, it's like it's like the war the Warcraft Chinese gold farmers where there were com- the companies set up where they had people sitting there playing Warcraft for fucking 16, 18 hours a day just to take the money that they made on their accounts and then selling it to people, transferring it to those people and selling it at a discounted rate because it's still, you know, they're still making a disgusting amount of money doing it. So it's usually cheaper, usually. Um, Still though, fucking for God's sakes, you know, I don't know. I hate this kind of shit. Um, Co-conspirator. Oh wait, hold on here. Sorry, let me back up there. FBI had accused Clark and three others of creating software that logged thousands of in-game matches within a matter of seconds. This hack resulted in EA servers crediting Clark and his co-conspirators with illegitimately obtained FIFA coins, which they then sold on the black market to dealers in Europe and China for over sixteen million dollars. Co-conspirators Nick Castellucci, twenty-four of New Jersey and Ricky Miller, 24 of Arlington, Texas, Eaton Zavare of 24 of Lancaster, Virginia, previously pled, uh, pled guilty and awaited and are awaiting sentencing. Clark was convicted by a jury sitting in Fort Worth, Texas of one count of conspiracy to commit wire fraud. Sentencing has been scheduled for the 27th of February, 2017. The news follows a September court appearance by a British YouTuber with more than 1.3 million subscribers who was charged with promoting gambling using FIFA coins. 31-year-old Nepothens, uh, real name, Craig Douglas, was charged with promoting a lottery, advertising unlawful gambling, and inviting children to gamble. In October, Douglas, alongside business partner Dylan Rigby, pled not guilty. The case has been adjourned with six, uh, until 6 February 2017, when the court will hold a hearing expected to last a week. EA says that buying coins or preloaded accounts from third-party site- sites violates its terms of service and could lead to an account ban. What a bunch of nonsense, man. Wow. Wow. Okay, so, so, Go so EA. I believe this is, yeah. These guys uh, are going to be in jail. I don't think they're going to worry about their account being banned. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. no, seriously. Um, I, so I think this answers my question. So apparently these coins can only be earned by completing matches. And my assumption is, is that mm-hmm. I'm assuming that there's a PC version of, of FIFA 17 here. Yes. And that, um, and that uh, what I'm guessing is probably happening is that when you, when you play a game, um, the game all happens locally. If you're not playing a multiplayer game, it just happens local. And then when the game is finished, the game phones home and says, hey, this user just completed the game, add these coins to his account. And so they probably figure, reverse engineered that system and wrote software that basically, like it said, for thousands of games a minute, I think it said, um, uh, thousands of in-game matches with a matter of seconds. My God! And so uh, apparently, they uh, EA's uh, their their technical team did not consider this and did not put a limiter on the amount of matches that somebody would need to you know that could 
could feasibly play in real in real time, and so there was no protection against this happening. And then, so also curiously, they apparently have a mechanism for transferring games, uh, coins in game, because otherwise, how would you even get these? How would earn? How would they give them to somebody else? So there must be a mechanism for transferring coins. And so, yeah, they. I mean, like. Good on EA for 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 catching these guys and going after them, but hire better tech people because you there were giant gaping holes left here that got exploited. You know, here's the thing: uh, there's as long as online gaming and the internet exists, this kind of shit is going to exist. It's going to happen. Um, I still say um, irrevocably and without any sort of remorse. I think you guys are all a giant bunch of douchebag buttholes. So, um, yeah, no question. Um, And then let's go ahead and move on to number one for the week, unless Goat has any thoughts on that story. No, I mean, it's just, it's it's, as old as time. People are going to try to steal and lie and cheat in their way to money and and whatever. I mean, wire fraud's been around since, uh, what, the wire? (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) So... It's just now we do it for FIFA. God, I can't even say that without. Uh, like, like, I, 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 I want to be there. I want to be there at that water cooler. Like, yo, bro, man, he's got 500 FIFA coins. Ah, oh, dog. <laughs> I just <laughs> and then take the take the water jug and just beat both of them in the face until they stop breathing. <laughs> reasonable. That may be taking it a bit too far. Uh, Gamer Raider does not condone violence, but um, uh, look, ladies and gentlemen, it's not even a real scenario. Like I'd be near a water cooler in office. Let's let's be honest. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I know. In in what fantasy world? Yeah, I've got more than enough to keep me out of a real job. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Okay. So oh, all right. Moving on to number one for the week. We've talked uh, from time to time about YouTube, uh, you know, YouTubers and Let's Players, uh, particularly YouTubers that are Let's Players, um, the biggest of which, one of the biggest of which is, of course, Mr. Markiplier. Everybody knows this guy. If you don't know him, then you're probably hiding under a rock or you just don't watch YouTube. But chances are, if you play video games, you're at least familiar with Markiplier. We've talked about him on this show here. Of all of the YouTube Let's Players, he is generally widely regarded as one of the more friendly, down-to-earth, normal people that's actually a pretty uh, pretty decent guy. Um, I don't really and, care and, for Let's Players, but if I had to watch one, it would probably be Markiplier because I think he's an okay mm-hmm. dude and he does a lot of things for... For people. He's also uh, considered the most handsome, according to the females. Yes, which is a perfect fucking bridge into the story here that I'm talking about. Mark Fire <laughs> signs with talent agency that also represents Ben Affleck and Eminem. Um, nice. Yeah, there he is. There's the Marky Pliers. Mark YouTube star Markiplier. And that, that, that is the happy face that he made when he signed this contract. Probably so. <laughs> well, he's fine without the Looks fucking like contract. Let's be clear. Yeah, um, he's doing fine. YouTube star Markiplier, whose real name is Mark Fish, uh, Fishbach, has signed with big-time Hollywood Ooh. talent agency WME, um, as reported by Variety. He's one of YouTube's biggest stars, amassing more than 15 million subscribers to his channel, which has generated more than 6 billion views so far. He told Variety that he hopes to break into acting and music, which is presumably part of the reason why he signed with WME, whose clients include A-list actors and musicians. He said, I want to push myself into music and acting, more traditional media stuff, he said. Yeah, because the fucking end is nigh for fucking YouTube Let's Playing. Well, I'm going to be honest, there's another, you got another two years on that shit before everything starts to sink through the cracks. 
WME is one of the biggest and best-known talent agencies in the world. Some of its clients include Mel Gibson, Russell Crowe, Amy Adams, Ben Affleck, Christian Bale, Eddie Murphy, Denzel Washington, J.J. Abrams, Michael Bay, Quentin Tarantino, The Eagles, The the fucking Eagles, 50 Cent, (laughs) Foo Fighters, and Eminem. Talent agency purchased the UFC earlier this year for a reported chump change amount of $4 billion. According to Variety, Fishbach was studying... The entire UFC? Yeah, they bought the whole fucking thing. From Joe Rogan? Joe Rogan does not own the UFC. Dana White yeah, does, does or did. So, they all own um, it. That's right. <laughs> um, according to Variety, Fishbach was studying to become a biomedical engineer before he made the decision to make YouTube videos full time. Um, good for that dude, man. I'm not a big YouTube Let's Play guy, but I don't wish those people any harm. And he's supposed to be a pretty decent human being from what everybody says. A very giving, charitable man. So, um, All I'm nice. saying, man, is get used to wigs. They ain't going to let you have that red hair in movies. Ah, sorry, man. You 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 put that put put a natural hair color on that dude and and clean him up. I guarantee you, he could be a comedy guy. If you've ever watched any of his videos, he has a very natural comedic timing. He's actually yeah, a yeah. funny guy. So, um, are we gonna have uh, Bad Applier? Is that is that is he gonna follow in yeah, Flex? I don't think he's gonna be. I highly doubt he's gonna get there. But stranger things have happened. So, I'm sure if he have you seen our president, talk about it, anything is possible. You know what? You're absolutely not wrong. So I'll yeah, I have no way to respond to that. So I just want um, to say bad applier. I know you did. It's okay. <laughs> um, that's going to do it for news this week. Nothing terribly uh, crazy or fancy, no, but it was as good as the no. gaming world could toss at us this week. So for our for a feature this week, um, we basically so last week we talked about sequels, and this week we wanted to talk about uh, pretty much the exact opposite games that have been uh, Goat put it best, just one and done games, um, games that um, now expansion packs and DLC aside, those those will mm-hmm. let slide. But um, aside from that, games that have not had a proper sequel or prequel that that we that we feel have been particularly noteworthy. Um, so we've got a ton of your guys' mailbag responses to come up with. But first, um, which of you gentlemen wants to go first with some of your favorites? I mean, we should probably let's do five a piece. What do you think? Is that is that a good number? Four a piece, three okay. a piece. What do you think? Three, five, two, nine, sixty. Yeah, I like five. That sounds good. I easily five's have good. Five, so, yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Five max, anyways. Yeah, my my five are gonna be uh, Roger Rabbit on NES. That was an amazingly hard game and fun. Um, yeah. Um, also Dick Tracy on NES. I really enjoyed Shit, that one too. You could probably call the the first two generations of like console video gaming entirely across mm-hmm. every platform. You could call most of those generations one and done. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. Until recently, Psychonauts was going to be on that list, but uh, thankfully and regrettably, they've ruined that for me by announcing the second one. <laughs> um. Let's see. What else is a good one? Uh. Actually, Murder Soul Suspect was a really good one and done. Really? That, that mm-hmm. made your top five for this? No yeah. shit. I started, that's, that's what I started playing again this week. I started playing that this week. Yeah. Three. And yeah, for, yeah. So for, for, for reference, anybody who's watching this, this show in right 30 days, that, that just became a free game for Xbox Live Gold subscribers. So yeah, yeah. one of GOAT's top five single entry games uh, yeah. is free right now. So that's, that's yeah, it was really It was really good. Um, let's see. And then it says, I, one, two, three. I got two more. Um, 
what else? It's, it's hard to think of like the one and done that really just like slapped me in the face. Was like, yeah. Um, you, want, you want it to come back to you while you think about it? Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll wrap up on the other so, two. So, so my, my first one is is going to be no surprise to long long time listeners. This is a game where I've talked about on this show multiple times, and that's Enslaved Odyssey to the West. Um, I, I have I have. Oh yeah, that would be on my list. I I've, 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 I have I have sung this game's praises multiple times for for many reasons. I just think it's a really underrated, excellent game. Mm-hmm. That um, did not get you know it, it's even rel- relatively well reviewed. Just nobody played it, nobody bought it for for no good reason apparently. Um, and uh, but uh, I if, if say you should buy all the copies and just hand them out. <laughs> if I ever have that kind of disposable income, I would certainly <laughs> think about it. Um, but uh, you know, it's 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 a it it, it plays like an Uncharted style game. Um, but um, I mean, no, it's just it's just a beautiful, like well executed, just excellent. Um, single-player game with a, yeah. with a with a with a wonderfully engrossing story, a fantastic ending. I mean, just everything about it to me is just excellent. I enjoyed every moment of playing that game. So that's one of mine. Um, I'd say um, the short version of that is it's a sci-fi Uncharted. That's all you need to know. Just play it. Based on the um uh, the um uh what is oh yeah it? with a literary reference yeah uh, the, yeah, the, yeah. the what is it um the Odyssey to the West or whatever yes, it's called yes Odyssey to the West. Um, the West of this the same sort of um, uh, Japanese right Japanese legend that uh, or is it Chinese shoot um, I think it's Japanese uh, Asian we'll just say Asian <laughs> legend wow. that yeah. uh, that uh, Dragon Ball Z is based on um, mm-hmm. you know, the uh, the main character is named Monkey so take you know mm-hmm. it, you, can, you can start to see see the similarities right there but um, no it's phenomenal absolutely phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, Another uh, another at the top of my list is Braid. Um, Braid is a is a. There you go. You know, I mean, you everybody who was listening to this probably knows what Braid is. If somehow maybe you're new into gaming, maybe you're you know a, a newer gamer, and you somehow this this slipped under your radar. Playing um, engrossing single player story with a um, with a with a ga- with a gaming mechanic that um, had not really been implemented that way before, with being able to manipulate time in different ways as the game goes on. Even um, so, uh, so yeah, there was an Xbox Live Arcade title. Um, I believe it's available on um, on uh, it was it, it was it was originally I think Xbox only, but then it became available on PS3 and PC mm-hmm. as well. Um, yeah, and I think it's backwards backwards compatible too. Uh, could be, could be. I'm not, not, not super. Don't quote me, but I that. think so. I want to say yes. Um, I'll, I'm going to match goat and say a third. Um, Journey. Um, Journey is a, you know, as, as another game where if you're a gamer, you you probably mm-hmm. are familiar with it. Um, again, in case it's slipped under your radar, um, uh, it's a PS3 um, slash, I believe, also now PS4 in a, like a bundle. Or maybe I, I, I'm not sure if it's available on its own on PS4, but at the very least, it's available in a bundle. I think with like anything else. Yeah, um, the other games that they did. Yeah, um, which um, were also on the disc, oh, yeah, anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, no. Journey, All those games were on the disc with Journey too, so I mean, it's really okay, the same okay. game. <laughs> um. Um. Yeah, I mean, if you don't know what Journey is, I mean, you, you must be new here. Um, <laughs> so just Whoa. again, just a fantastic single-player story that, again, just as it goes, like the way it tells its narrative is just one of those. It's one of those games, one of those story experiences. You sometimes you you see this in, in video games, sometimes you see it in movies, um, where as you go through the game, you realize what's happening, and just the way that that reveal is is delivered to you is just perfect. 
Um, and especially if you're hooked up to online services and um, the sort of uh, pseudo revelation about the other you see in the game um, also is, is, is pretty yeah. Fuck um, them. Refer to earlier episodes about Goat's impression of these <laughs> things. Um, so that's three for Goat, three for me, and we'll, we'll do another circle around while we think about our final two. John, do you have um, your first I got, I got my fucking five, man. My five, easy. Okay. Easy, right, my five. Um, this is in no particular order. These are just games that I think are maybe, I mean, really, when I think about these, some of my favorite games of all time. And the older I get while you guys are thinking about yours, the older I get, the less I like sequels because nine out of ten times they do not follow up well, especially in gaming. Um, and I joked around about the NES, the first sort of like two generations of, of console gaming. You could jokingly say, hey, it was all one and done, but that's true. I've had conversations with a lot of people. The volume of games that used to come out in a console life cycle would dwarf the amount of games that come out in a five-year period now. Um, so many games came out for consoles, and most of them were risks, weird choices. And so to me, a lot of these were the cream of the crop of that kind of idea, like weird game ideas that probably were lucky we probably ever got to play and have not had anything like them since. So in no particular order, Eternal Darkness, Sanity's Requiem. For oh, that game was game. one, yeah. That game is so fucking good and so underrated, and I'm sure it's probably aged poorly now, but I mm -hmm. still think about going back and playing. I may actually have to go back and start playing that. John, it's so good. That's, that's on my list because I've, I have a uh, complete copy, and then I have a playable copy. There you go. <laughs> what, is, that. what does that mean? Uh, one, I don't touch. Yeah. Copy, not one has, yeah, everything has, everything has, it's not sealed, but everything, everything is there, all the inserts and everything from this day one is there. And then my playable copy is just the disc in a random case mm. that I got for sale. <laughs> um, my number two game, again, these are not in any particular order. If I tried to number these, it would make my head explode because they're, I love all of them so much. Shadow of the Colossus is a one-and-done game. <sighs> no, it is done. Shut up, Goat. It's, uh, I've said shut up, Goat, so many times this week. It's ridiculous. Um, it, of course, it's in the style of, of you know, uh, a, Ico and you know the soon to be released last guardian um but it is a standalone game it's a one and done and i think one of the best um number three i've said it probably five times on this show probably wouldn't even be relevant anymore but jet force gemini you know that's a fucking that's a winner and now the last two are going to be a point of argument for some people because people are going to go well there were sequels to those games no there weren't not traditional sequels standalone games that take place at various times or in that shared universe but are not sequels. One of them, there has not been a proper sequel to Xenogears. I don't care what anybody says about Xenosaga. It takes place like a thousand years after Xenogears. It has nothing to fucking do with Xenogears. And they're also shit games. Xenogears Zeno, is amazing. One of my favorite RPGs of all time and like a sprawling fucking epic, the likes of which I've never seen. One of the best combat systems I ever saw in a JRPG. And then number five, um, because for the same fucking exact reasons that I just said for Xenogears versus Xenosaga, Chrono Trigger. I know that Chrono Cross is a thing and it's widely considered a sequel. It is very fucking loosely considered a sequel at best has very little to tie it to the original game. And I, again, I know that people love Chrono Cross. I think it's shit. 
Um, it comes nowhere near fucking Chrono Trigger. So those last two I know could be a point of fuzzy argument, but I'm going to go ahead and say, while you are certainly entitled to your opinion, I don't really care what it is because that's how I feel about these. So, um, <laughs> All right. <clears throat> plus, I do believe wow. that on a story-based level, there is enough of an argument that for me to raise that those are those are sequels literally only in they took place in some distant time related to those games, but are not actually direct sequels to those games. Dan Halaki over in the chat room is saying that Xenosaga would have been good if they had followed the original plan. So I guess there was a, there was a plan there for was following. There was a plan. Dan's right about that. Yeah, and they it changed follow. a lot. They changed a lot, man. They got off on the wrong exit. It was like two miles too early. Well, I mean, look, th- those games, those, I, I, I shouldn't say those games are shit. I think those games started Well, out- you already did. They're they're not they're not Xenogears. That's the big problem with them. And the same thing with Chrono oh, yeah. Cross. They're not the fucking same thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, okay, Zach go, asks go. an interesting question. So mm-hmm. none of the Final Fantasy games have direct sequels besides Final Fantasy X. Do those count? Um, and twelve and thirteen. And, uh, uh, thirteen and yeah, the, that's true. Yeah, well, a no, few no, of them. No, a few of them do have yeah. those, but by and large, that series is loosely unconnected. Um, no, well, I said I, that. Yeah, we, we, we kind of talked about this last week, Zach, on, on, our, on our sequels episode, is that we would not consider like Final Fantasy VII as equal to Final Fantasy VI, for example. That, that Those are very two bad examples to pick out of that series. I probably should have said like Final Fantasy VIII to Final Fantasy VII, but, um, uh, but Final Fantasy X-2 is a sequel to Final Fantasy X. So, um, so yeah, yeah that, that, that's, how, that's how we look at those. So, so the um, point marks are, are the sequels, but the, Square Enix has said a million times that like eight, is they're they're in the same world, but they're not the same characters, so they're not connected in any way. There's, there's nothing in com- in common, you know. They're they're really not even in the same world. Like, yeah. They just happen. They they happen to have Moogles and Joker and yeah. some things that are named. They have the shared that. themes. They don't. Yeah, really there we go. That's so that's yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, word yeah. they use: themes, and the same title. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, with the number. Um. So go go. Mm-hmm. You have two more. Okay. Yeah, uh. Well, more. darkness is one. Because it has to be one. Eternal Darkness. I agree with John on that one. Oh, okay, okay. And then I'm going to say Heavy Rain. Okay, all right. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Really, any of the Quantic Dream games. I yeah. Think, you know, don't I mean, I yeah, Beyond Two Souls could be thrown there. Yeah, but uh, yeah. but Heavy Rain Heavy Rain hit me the hardest because that was just like one of the very few games in the world where you could just, uh, you didn't have to do it. Like, you, you're like, oh, you fucked that up. Well, the story kill still goes on without you. And it was yeah, amazing yeah, that way. So, because you could not have to get all the origami pieces and still get the end of the game. Uh, having more would help, but they let you go. <laughs> all right. Um, do you have a Do you have a replacement for uh, Eternal Darkness? Since John stole that one from you, or, or are you happy with uh, let me see. <laughs> um, well, actually, think, uh, um, no, 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 I got it. I got it. Um, I'm gonna say uh, Baja. Baja? Which yeah, which is an old uh, stick with me here. Xbox 360 game. It uh, was off-roading, open world, like way before open world and all that stuff was big. Um, they said uh, it was supposed to have the biggest map of open world games to date. At that point, it was it was it was just stupid huge, but it was awesome. It was like a cutting edge kind of thing for racing games. To you know, it was one of the first games where it took you like an hour and a half to drive in real time. Okay. 
All right. Um, so, so my number four, uh, again, and, and like John said, these are in no particular order. No, these uh, are my just, number four yeah. is um, I, 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 I believe I'm safe in saying that this game did not have a sequel, even though like the Final Fantasy games, it is part of a franchise to be sure. Um, but Super Mario RPG. Oh, dude, um, that's a fucking yeah. winner right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you win there. That's such a good game. Yeah, yeah. the yeah, best Mario game ever made. Yeah, agreed. Absolutely agreed. Um, it, it just again for for people who maybe don't know what I'm talking about here, um, Super Mario RPG was was a role playing game uh, for the Super Nintendo made by SquareSoft, the same people behind um, you know Squ- not Square Enix <laughs> back in the day, actually SquareSoft. Um, that uh, you know the people behind you know the the you know, the, uh, the old school Final Fantasy games um, before they merged with Square Enix and have turned into what they've turned into now. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, like it was just it was everything. It was everything that a Super Mario RPG should have been mm-hmm. in every way, shape, mm-hmm. and form. The um, only yeah. red tape on that would be if you consider the Superstar Saga series an RPG. Perhaps. Um, or Paper Mario, I guess. No, no, no. Like the Superstar Saga series where you actually had hit points and all that stuff, and like Inside Bowser and Dream Team, those games mean, like, on is, 3DS. Is, is it? Is it the, is it in the same world, the same characters as like? I mean, it's Mario, so I mean, it's obviously well, the same well, world, I mean, same characters. Well, there's, the, there's the obvious ones, but I mean, like with um um um, my memory is failing me. I'm old. I'm sorry, but like the cloud guy and the puppet guy, um, are those wow. are like those characters in anything? Uh, I think so. You know yeah, 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 yeah. I gotta, I gotta figure yeah, yeah. Yeah, the uh, the, the the cloud guy, puppet guy. Um. Oh yeah, those two aren't in it. No, okay. So yeah, no, you, you have baby Mario and Luigi that you work with. That's what I thought. Yeah, I, I would not say that those are yeah sequels in 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 the, okay. in the, the, in the sense of the I'm I'm inclined to agree with you. I was just saying that's the minor red tape you might run into. <laughs> Like like John's answers, I think we I think this one fits in the same category. We're maybe debatable, but I I say it counts. Um, and then mm-hmm. finally, um, I I probably should not have the rights to mention this one because I have not finished it yet. To my to my uh, um, boogie bunnies. <laughs> no, <laughs> what is with you bringing that game constantly? That is, I didn't Michelle's game. Um, Last of Us. Oh, yeah. um, a game yeah. where well, I'm, I, I imagine we will see a sequel at some point because it was such a well-reviewed game. But um, yeah, they've painted themselves in a corner with that title. <laughs> uh, uh, Last of Us Two. Just kidding. Um... <laughs> also, <laughs> oh yeah, shit, we so, forgot about these couple. <laughs> yeah, uh, quite, quite arguably one of the highest-reviewed games that, as of this, as of this recording date, uh, November twentieth, twenty sixteen, does not have a sequel. Um, and again, mm-hmm. expansion packs don't count, and you know the um, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Left Behind expansion doesn't count. But yeah, um, yeah. So those are my five. I believe then that's all of our fives. Um, nice, nice. Those are our fifteen top choices for uh, for excellent one and dones. Yeah, absolutely. Not a Which, bad list, gentlemen. Not no, a bad no, list. Uh, I, I would, I would, I would, I would say that that's absolutely. Um, if you've got, would qualify as a as as so, a central yeah. playing list. So if you're in the teaching business and you've got like two weeks, three weeks coming up off, um, I would suggest you just go get those fifteen games and just spend your winter break. There's, I mean, we could probably, I mean, if we had more time, we could really turn this into something long. Uh, Dustin just said something in chat, Shadows of the Damned, which I fucking loved. That's, oh, that's with the penis gun, right? <laughs> it's with the fucking penis gun. Okay. Um, I did not play this. Well, anything. Oh, you should, you should play this. I'll beat you to the punch, Dustin. Anything Suda, uh, anything Suda is a one and done and an amazing game. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. Zach says the Seven Up game for Sega needed a sequel as well. Spot game. <laughs> the Seven Up Spot game. Fuck yeah! Awesome. <laughs> I'd play it. Uh, well, why, why don't we take that? Why don't we take this segment now to its logical conclusion and say that Sneak King, the Burger King game for the Xbox God 360. Damn it, Charlie! You ruined no. the sequel. No. You just you ruined the whole feature. It's the, it's done. No. <laughs> No, no, Charlie. Ru- no, Charlie ruined the feature when he didn't mention the Hannah Montana game that he thousand, and that's a one and done. Mm. Yikes! Um, you know, if you're looking for easy gamer score, that is an excellent <laughs> one and done game. I will, I will, I will stand by that statement. <laughs> so our mailbag question this week was: Last week we talked sequels. What about one and one, uh, one and done games that had no prequels or sequels? Tell about ones that you've loved. So first off, we uh, had some responses on the Twitter, which is uh, not common. They're all from um, uh, okay, Twitter app. Go ahead and reboot on me. That's fine. I don't care. Um, they're all <laughs> <Woo>, Twitter. <laughs> uh, they are all from um, Hogath Hughes, uh, who is at producer Zach. Um, oh, is this Zach Zach? Same Zach? Yeah. That would be the Zach. I'm sorry. I, fo- I was focusing on the Hogath Hughes. I didn't know. Um, Great. Well, um, I know what his real name is. <laughs> It, well, it's in his Twitter handle, so, you know. Um, yeah, so producer Zach on Twitter um, says, Black for the PS2 is pretty damn good. Also, the game Limbo is kick-ass. Yes, uh, agreed on that, mm-hmm, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I forget, forget about sort of a, Yeah, Inside is sort of a spiritual successor that just mm-hmm. came out. So definitely yeah, not I a loved Inside. Also, also on sale this week, just hint, hint, nudge, nudge. <laughs> okay, uh, Zach is correcting me and says Hogarth, but um, it is... It's not spelled correctly on Twitter, Zach. So I, I, I'm just going off of what I see here. But sorry, Hogarth Hughes, Hughes being a uh, reference to uh, the Iron Giant. If I'm not, oh, I thought it was a, a loose, a loose morals uh, Garth Algar. But all right, whatever. Hogarth, <laughs> nice. oh, um, you're an idiot, goat. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, Brings a whole new that. meaning to party on, Wayne. <laughs> he also says, oh, snap, and old Microsoft systems came with this killer game called Solitaire. No word on a Solitaire 2. Um, yeah, Spider Solitaire came out. Oh, well. That's well, a spin-off, you know, that, man. Let's not that, get crazy. That, that is a, that, that is a uh, contention. Mm-hmm. And finally, Hydro Thunder, which actually, yeah, I really love that game. Did they not make a sequel to that? Seriously? I nope. I don't think that they I were going to, and I think that's when the arcade world went upside down and it got pushed off into the distance when arcade cabinets stopped being produced. There was a game called Hydro Thunder Hurricane that came out um, in on uh, July 28th of 2010. I thought there was one. It was a console release. Um, so, oh, I, I, was I that just a remake? It, um, it, um, I was just looking at Wikipedia here. Um, this is Wikipedia, so anybody could have typed this, but it mm-hmm. says it is the sequel to Hydro Thunder, originally arcade game and part of the Thunder series. Okay. So, Wikipedia um, knows I, all. I, I, I am going to have to disqualify your Hydro Thunder. Hydro Thunder has been washed out. Yes, that. Um, but uh, so um, thank you for the Twitter responses there. Um, uh, mm-hmm. uh, while I switch over to our Facebook responses, John, you got some responses to this, did you not? Hey, uh, you want to unmute yourself there, Johnny boy? Hey, Johnny boy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. Very good. Very good. Um, I, got, I got a ton of responses. Um, 
Our, our longtime listener, Views for Villains fan, and uh, friend of Gamerhead Radio, Adrian, says Eternal Eyes for PlayStation 1. I loved it so much. They never made a game? format for PlayStation 2 either. I'm not sure that I'm familiar with Eternal Eyes, to be honest with you. I'm, my guess yeah. is it's one of these things where if I see it, look at Charlie live Googling. You can see it all over his face. He He's can't not. typing like a fool. He needs he to know. Um, Bill Rest sounds like. What's that? Eternal Eyes sounds like an 80s pop song. It was, uh, that 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 was uh, that, I think that was bright eyes. Um, that um, is correct. Oh. Um, uh, the quick synopsis: as as Luca, one of the last sons of the Crimson Eyes tribe, you must save the kingdom of Cross from the onslaught of evil, creating control your own magical puppet monsters, and to become all but oh, invincible. Nice. Wait, did you say the main character was Luca? Um, um, I did say that. John, you are now uh, demanded to play this. Okay. Here is it. the cover art for in case that jogs anyone's memory. I um, do remember this I, cover art. I remember I, this. I, I have not. Nope, nope never seen that in my life. Hey, there's uh, hey, look, look, look on the screen share, bottom right corner. There's another one and done. Nightmare creatures. Remember that shit? Oh yeah, that was a great game. Crazy, man. Ah, mm -hmm. goddamn. I but remember anywho, that. Anywho, um good. Oh, I'm glad you, I'm glad, I'm glad you enjoyed it. So that's good. Yes, yes. Uh, moving on, um, Bill Rester said, Knights of the Round for SNES. Did they make a sequel for Eternal Champions on Sega? I don't remember if they made a sequel for Eternal Champions. I, I don't think, think so. they did. I don't think they did. Um, Izzy Barato says, Until Dawn. Um, Dustin, in chat room with us right now, said, Until Dawn, Heavy Rain and Indigo Prophecy, and an old PS2 game called Run Like Hell. I remember Run Like Hell. I also remember thinking it was really fucking funny that they did a music video for it featuring Breaking Benjamin. Um, Hunt or Be Hunted and Rise, Son of Rome. Uh, I almost forgot Ghost in the Shell standalone complex for PlayStation 2. Super underrated game, but amazing. Mm -hmm. Patrick Scott right. says Shadow of the Colossus, pretty revolutionary gameplay too. Um, go ahead. I'm sorry, I just wanted to jump in and have to disqualify yet another answer because um, Eternal, Champ Eternal Champions Challenge from the Dark Side was a sequel released for the Sega Mega CD. No um, shit. In uh, in uh, in uh, uh, February of 1995. So uh, yes, uh, mega I apologize. CD. Well, Bill Bill Rester didn't say that he that he didn't say Eternal Champions. He said Knights of the Round on SNES, but then he said, "Did they make a sequel for Eternal Champions on Sega?" They so did. He was asking a question. So to answer your question, Bill, yes, yes. they did. It was yes, it did. was even on a Mega CD. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um. Lynn DeVries says KOA Reckoning was awesome. And then, hmm, Dragon's Dogma was good. Ooh, Jade Empire oh, is amazing, though short. Seriously, every RPG lover should play it. That's Jade Empire is a good example. That's not bad. I completely forgot about Reckoning. That was like an awesome ARPG that nobody ever talked about. <laughs> yeah, I remember, I remember Reckoning. Um, Dragon's Dogma did get a sequel of sorts. I think they're doing like kind of an online version of it. And I think they did two games for it and then maybe an online version of that. And then Kelsey Massacre says, I really like the story of Brothers and how you had to play two characters at once with one controller. That is also mm -hmm. a fantastic one-and-done game. I've also on sale it. this week, too. That's true. That's true. That's everything I had for uh, Mailbag this week, though. Uh, Appeared okay. Dragon's Dogma Online was uh, released January 15th of this year. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I remember I said something about mm -hmm. online. I don't know. Just, yeah, I'm just confirming. Uh, any, Charlie's any, playing uh, the backbone to our 2020 here. <laughs> I, I, I'm Mr. Fact Checker this episode. He's, uh, he's in the booth. He's in the booth going, <laughs> mm, nope. <laughs> Judges, can Don we allow Don it? 
No. Um, uh, John, any more responses on your side? That's it, my friend. Cool. So on our, um, in, uh, on our Facebook page, on the Gamer Radio Facebook page, uh, we got uh, a couple responses over there. Uh, Amanda Tishahal says, Residents of Fate will always have a soft, spark, soft spot in my heart. Mm-hmm. Michael says, Freedom Fighters, um, Pariah, and Omicron of the Nomad Soul, which if, I, I'm not familiar with any of these three titles. So I, that I'm sounds like PC. I, I'm, well, I, I'm also considering that it's a Vita game, and that's actually just one game. <laughs> oh, it might be. It might be. Freedom Fighters, Pariah, Omicron of the Nomad Soul actually sounds actually, like a Actually, that sounds movie. like a Vita title we might have talked about. <laughs> now that I think about it. No, I think... I, sense. The math is I want to say I've heard that sentence before. <laughs> now. Are you being, are you being serious? I'm, I'm being kidding. serious. No, I'm being serious. I want to say I've heard that sentence before. <laughs> Well, I'm going to do what I'm doing. All right. And, uh, Charlie's in the booth. So, uh, <laughs> well, okay. So I can say Omicron, the Nomad Soul, is its mm-hmm. own game. So okay. at least that in and of itself is its own thing. Um, just the Nomad Soul outside the United States is a venture game developed by Quantic. Oh, Quantic Dream. Uh, hey. Published by uh, Eidos Interactive was released for Microsoft Windows, Windows in 1999 and Dreamcast in 2000. Versions for the PlayStation and PlayStation 2 were in development for a short time, but were ultimately canceled after the commercial failure of oh. the Dreamcast. So it, it died because it was what part of the Dreamcast death. So many games were lost to that thing. I'm looking (laughs) right now to see because that Omicron Nomad Soul sounds really familiar to me. Oh, that's why I remember this. This is the one that had David Bowie in it. Of course it did. Oh, seriously? Yeah, David Bowie was in it. Like he was kind of like the the sort of boss like kind of character. He wrote music for this too, I believe, as well. Oh, look it up. He's on the fucking cover. Oh, so it was like the Michael Jackson Moonwalker. Where all the rock stars are like, we can do video games. Uh, crazy. There was a brief, brief bit there. I almost want to watch like old games like this. I don't, or that I never owned. I almost mm-hmm. just want to pull up like playthroughs on YouTube and just watch them, the whole thing, just so I can get the story for them and not have to put the time into playing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, so. I I want a documentary series. You know, I have that series where it's like 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 celebrities like you know finding about their like their history and their lineage. I want like uh, like on what like whatever the hell took the place of G four now. I want like a, a, a TV series where they take like some it. of these games that have all this story behind them, and just every episode is just like the chronology and like history of like some of these games. Like they have interesting stories. I would I would watch the shit out of that. Um, developer David Cage originally, ha- originally had a composer list that included Bjork, Massive Attack, Archive, and David Bowie. Contrary to Cage's expectations, Bowie responded immediately and also wanted to inhabit the virtual space, so on and so forth. You can read more on Wikipedia. That's awesome. So, any Bowie fans out there, you might have missed a game. <laughs> mm, maybe. Um, and uh, third response over on Facebook, uh, Brian Lesser also nominates Super Mario RPG. Good on you, Brian. Uh, and then All let's right. see. Over in the Players Club, I believe we got some responses. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Uh, one uh, single response over on the Players Club. Dan Hockey says, Lost Odyssey, uh, a great 360 RPG. Um, I remember Lost Odyssey. Odyssey. Everybody remembers Lost Odyssey. It was like 19 discs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was the first four disc uh, Xbox 360 game. I think I have it. I I played, <laughs> I got stuck at a boss I do somewhere, have it. and I um. 
I, I kept falling asleep playing it because there's all these sections where you like read poetry, like these memories where it was like these long kind of memories that he had. Uh, yeah. And it, they were very poetic and it would make me tired. Not that it was bad. I yeah. just can't, you can't read and play poetry video games at two 30 in the morning. You'll fucking fall asleep. And no, no, not without, not without some sort of illegal uh, upper. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, yeah, he also nominates eternal Sonata. Um, Legend oh, of yeah. Uh, yeah. Blue Dragon. If you're new here, Dan Lockie is our, our resident JRPG fan. If you didn't just, uh, know, if you're uh, new here, Dan's Dan's the shortest game he's ever played is 750 days. <laughs> <laughs> um, Legend of uh, where, did I, where did I leave off here? Legend of Dragon, Blue Dragon, they V A Y, which is a Sega CD game apparently, uh, and Popful Mail. Um, cute. Whoa. You go saying big surprise that they're all RPGs. Ha! I stole that. Ha! Dan, you were wrong. Ah, that's right. <laughs> no, but they're all good RPGs. They're yeah, not Final no. Fantasy 13 7.5. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's, uh, that's, that's Dan uh, responding over on the, in the Players Club, our, our mm-hmm. Facebook group that yeah. we all frequent, and we also ask our questions there. Um, go, did you have any responses to this on your side? No. No. Nobody cares okay. what I say. <laughs> that's... Not true. There's got to be at least one person. Um, oh, not, not on this so, side. So, um, and so finally, then, I believe that's all of our mailbag responses. Apologize if you missed anything anywhere. I'm just hey, going to poke my head in the Good, chat uh, room real quick. Oh, they're, they're, they're yapping about their goon, and they're yapping about uh, smoking weed, and uh, something about battling. Responsible. Uh, apparently, at some point, Dustin Valconer fell in love with Breaking Benjamin. Um. And uh, that explains uh, that uh, restraining order. uh, Yes, Uh, Dustin says I almost forgot to add Clyde Barker, Jericho, and Cold Fear. Oh, Jericho Uh, was weird. Yeah, I'll give you that. Was a good one. Yeah. What about Phantasmagoria? Oh, fan! Jesus Christ! There was was like three of them. I think there was three of them. Yeah. Uh, But no, the excellent game though. For yeah, I'm pretty sure if you got the series, you got it came in it came in a DVD uh, shelf pack. There was so many CDs. Yeah. <laughs> so then, moving on, uh, we have our songbird email for the week. Electronic uh, and Goat and Fallon Flynn. Uh, mailbag answer. Well, I can say Primal Rage, since we're never going to get a proper sequel. The one a galloping ghost doesn't count because it's not in my hands. That's fair. Uh, um, talk. Star Fox Adventures, and she follows up with Bite Me, because <laughs> she's ex- apparently expecting uh, a backlash on that. Um, Super Mario Sunshine. Kong Jungle Beat. Uh, I would have that. That was the Bongo game, right? Jungle yeah, that Beat. game was awesome. I did, I enjoyed that game. Yeah, that, that's true. The Bongos um, could have been a little bigger, just a couple inches. True. <laughs> um, I would have listed such games as Yoshi's Woolly World, Splatoon, and Sunset Overdrive, but those games are or should be getting sequels. Uh, Sunset mm-hmm. Overdrive, at least as of right now, is actually one I would pr- may go back and add, replace on my list because my God, I love that game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I we, caught we word know. from, from Ricky Keller is finally uh, playing through that. He he mentioned to me last week that he's actually enjoying it tremendously. So uh, everybody should mm-hmm. play Sunset Overdrive. It is really is that good. Um, yeah, uh, uh, just focus on our episodes from December to January of last year, and uh, yeah, you'll, you'll... That, that sounds right. <laughs> um, uh, was it two years ago? I think actually it may have been. Two. John, were you was in it? the show, or were you coming into the show when we started talking about Sunset Overdrive? Um, yeah, it was right around there, I believe. 
I gave you two options. I don't know what you want. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. Well, hold on. Say again. Like well into the show was it last year? Or was it two years ago when you just came into the show? We were. Oh, on our it was. It was. I was into the show. I was into the show, but it was not by okay. much. It was like the first two or three months that I had done the show. Okay, I think I think it may have been spring of twenty spring of twenty fourteen. Actually, I think it may be like in John's early period there. Yeah. Anyways, was, regardless, good game, go play. Uh, Songbird continues. Uh, before I get uh, to the best, the worst for me is Shadow the Hedgehog. Why does he? Oh. Why is he using a damn gun? Why oh. is he using a damn vehicle? Why do I have to go through ten? Yes, ten damn endings, which don't even matter to the plot because of the damn true ending. Why is there cursing in the damn game? Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, I I loved reading that song, but thank you. Game's um, fucking best, terrible. Uh, <laughs> the best one for me, no surprise, is Journey. Uh, yes, uh, just just all the feels. Yes, agreed. Um, Not so all the scarfings. Yes. Um, so the uh, songbird continues. Uh, so before I go to my normal self, I'm curious, since the games are out, what you guys uh, now think of the Pokemon starters since their final evolutions were announced? Do you like or dislike the changes in their designs? Uh, and then she encourages us to pull up the starters, which I will do quickly. Um, and so, go. Uh, did you mention what you played this week? I, I yeah, I ended on it. Pokemon Sun. I'm on okay. a blank Sun. I, I, just, just, I, uh, I lost the I lost a coin toss in our uh, um, our Pokemon group, so I got Sun. Wanted Moon. Coin fucked me. Got some. <laughs> oh, coin fucked me. <laughs> Amazing. I still think she was. Us- I still think they were using a two-faced coin, but I, I, I can't confirm or deny that they would not show me the coin. <laughs> Amazing. But no, sun's good. Um, the starters aren't as bad as I almost want the Papa Papa New Guinea, whatever his name is. Papa Papa, <laughs> Papa New Guinea. Yeah, uh, the seal boy. Um, Kiss from a rose is what I was going to call him. But uh, it wouldn't fit. <laughs> Jesus Christ, goat. <laughs> Can't right. get through one show. Not one show. Without a, without a dang seal reference. Yes, um, yes. Or, or something. Oh, so, so I'm, I'm pulling up the site that Songbird appointed us to. It is loading mm-hmm. very slowly. I'm going to try because it's probably it. pretty full. Um, Game's only been out for two days. <laughs> oh, apparently I had to pick one of those. Oh, there you go. Um, starter, start. Whoa, who? Why do you have this dude up? Who's a lot? No, I, I you don't, don't want those. I don't know how I got here. Uh, okay, Pokemon's uh, spiraling out of control. Yeah, there's their sites really not loading. There we are. There we are. Wait, 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 wait stop, stop. I got it. I got it. I got it. There we go. Okay. So, so here's our so here's our starter. We have um, Rowlet, who mm-hmm. evolves into Dartrix, who evolves into Dekudai, Dekudai, whatever. It looks like a hawk with a Link costume on. He's tr- forgot how to dab, is what that looks like. Um, uh-huh. And then we have Litten, uh, mm-hmm. who evolves into Toracat, who evolves into Incineroar. Badass. Like um, and then we have. Poplio, who evolves into Brian, I guess, and who evolves into. Um, wow. So go you. You went with Litten, aka Hellcat, correct? Yes. Yes, that would be him. Yes. Um. So 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 going back to her question was: Do you dislike? Do you like or dislike the changes in their designs? No, I um, like. I li- they're all right. I'm I, fine I, with them. I know everybody well, was really angry at Poplio earlier this year. I'm still fucking Team Poplio. Ain't shit. Here's the thing. Poplio. Here's the thing. 
this works out great because like i mean you got the uh, lilith turns into like a mean badass cat um then you got like kind of like the uh whatever like intelligent looking one which is the the owl guy he turns Rowlet. in yeah Rowlet. and then you have the more feminine uh, uh what the hell his name is i'm terrible with these dudes Pop names so Pop far Poppy though so i mean it, 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 there's three different personality types right there i think they did fine with them yeah, I don't understand you know, why all the hate for Poplio. I, I don't understand what I'm looking at when I look at that Deku Duai. I don't know how to say that word. Um, see, now Decide I've got a big Decide Duai, you think? Decide uh, yeah. Duai? Yeah, it's Decide Duai. No, I don't. Looks like a uh, fucking oh, Mega Man villain. Oh, wow. He's, he's got a thing and a doodad. He's an archer, apparently. Um, yeah. That's, uh, that's cool. Uh, yeah. Now that I have a bigger on the screen, I can see his face here. I thought this was just black before. So I thought that was his butt. I thought the top of his head was his face because it looks like that's his face up there. <laughs> gotcha. Um, well, but yeah, it makes more sense. Is that um, I feel like the evolutions make the main characters like they explain them better. Like now that we can see the full path of the evolutions of all three characters, like I get it. Yeah, like, yeah, I, for sure. I, 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 you know, I, I was kind of in the group of people when I first, and I'm, I'm not a Pokemon guy to be clear here, but when I first saw mm -hmm. Poplio, I was just like, oh, that's kind of weird. And then when I saw it, it, its first evolution into Brian, I guess, which is that, I was very, very, very confused considering its category is pop star Pokemon. I mean, what the yes. hell is that? Well, it's pop star but, Pokemon. Um, yeah, but, but when, but now, now that I've seen the final evolution of, of Primarina, she's a diva. kind of cool looking. Yeah, that's kind of cool looking. So that would be your Pokemon. Pokemon. That would be your Pokemon. Uh, potentially. I mean, I don't, I don't really, you know, I don't. You I don't Pokey or Mon. <laughs> I don't. Um, Which is but, funny. Uh, like the the, the the nicest guy doesn't Pokemon. The meanest asshole in this show is a Pokemon <laughs> freak. <laughs> yeah. Stran Stranger things have happened in this world. Um, so Songbird continues. Um, uh, boy, don't you just love this time of the year? What really does it for me are all. All the Thanksgiving songs they play on the radio, but the best ones, without a doubt, are the ones sung by our beloved gaming characters. So, which favorite Thanksgiving song title do you love that you that you just came up with, and who is it that sings it? If possible, could you give us a line from it as well? Song we cannot do this off the cuff. Oh, we I don't can do it off the cuff. In what are you talking about? You're talking to three musicians. So, I can make jingles said, in a minute. She said your favorite. Think everything. Um, your, so, your favorite. So, so basically. Song? Basically, invent a Thanksgiving song, um, and and tell us who's singing it, over the line, and hum, hum a line, then great. I already got mine. Um, and who's singing it? Yeah, I already got mine. Right. Go, go for it. All right. Uh, the title of the song would be "I'm Thankful for Tomorrow's Sales," uh, <laughs> and it would be sang by Regal from Fable. <laughs> <laughs> um. And uh, the first line of the song would be, uh, get the turkey out of the way. It's uh, in my way to the uh, online store, which is a terrible line. Okay. But you get it. Um, okay. Okay. Mine, is, mine is going to be carving with the kids. Um, and that is, that is uh, sung by Five Nights at Freddy's. carving with the kids as sung by the, the unreleased uh, Friday the 13th game starring Jason. <laughs> Is going to be Wouldn't that be slashing fucking, with the kids? No, carving, man. It's turkey. You got to carve. You got to really? carve really fucking See, flesh I, off of their bones, man. Yeah, Don't you know just, shit about horror? Come on, Zach. Back yeah. me up on this in the fucking chat, man. But for, before he was a, a slasher, he wasn't a finesse player. That'd be more Michael Myers. He had the finesse. 
I, I am. I, I don't know <laughs> where this went. <laughs> By the way, hold on. Taking it back just a step in the chat, mm-hmm. uh, Zach clarified for us what that Pokemon's name was deciduous, as in deciduous trees, because it's a forest character's oh. tree Pokemon. So that's um, cool. Yeah, thank you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, Zach no, sides with me. I don't I don't I don't even give a shit. I don't even care. <laughs> like, I thought you had my fucking back, man. <laughs> um I, I I guess it's my turn now, isn't it? Um I I'm going to I'm going to have to th- I'm going to have to talk this one out. Sorry guys. I, I I'm just not as quick. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not <laughs> well, you guys. Well, 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 all right. So, no, hang on, hang on. No, I got this. I got this. Talking I'm it up. I'm just gonna have to talk it out. So, right. okay. So, it, so it's Thanksgiving, and what do we have on Thanksgiving? Well, we have pumpkin pie. Who who likes who eats pumpkin pie? Who's shaped like a pie? Pac-Man. Pac-Man is kind of shaped like a pie, um, and so he's gonna sing a song about how much. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. The song's called. I love pumpkin pie, and it's uh, the first line is, "I my name is Pac-Man, and I love pumpkin pie." There's a reason why I'm not a lyric writer. Yay! It's awful. You know what the <laughs> shitty John? You know what the shitty thing is? Charlie just probably made a million dollar fucking track on iTunes. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right, man. When that shit pops up and you're not getting royalties, you remember it's because you didn't cover your ass on the show. Charlie wrote mm-hmm. it first. You heard it here. Mm-hmm. The, the date is November twentieth, twenty sixteen. Charlie, yes. that is that by that is by that is by Chicago dance artist pop connoisseur Technotronic Corn. Technotronic Corn <laughs> Productions. Uh, yes. Um, mm. uh, uh, he also goes by DJT. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm not better at that song. Um, but maybe, maybe, maybe I, I hope I was entertaining at least. Um, uh, Zomber continues, forget the turkey parade and upcoming sales. Uh, the most important event this week is the National Dog Show. Um, if you could take oh, yeah. a gaming dog with you to compete, who would it be? Um, Ooh, that's a good question. Well, that's easy. Gaming dog. I, I oh. can tell you I wouldn't take the dog from Duck Hunt. He would just laugh at everybody. Um, <laughs> oh, he would shit in the stands. That, yeah, that, probably that. Uh, no, I want, I want Mega Man's dog. Oh, uh, wow. uh, Red, Red Rover, what was his name? Um, uh, that's where you come in. <laughs> I can't remember his name either. Some of them are. Richard? No, that's your dad. Uh, Roger. Re- rephrase the question for me one more time. Rush. What was it? Rush. There we go. Rush, Rush to the dog. Um, uh, essentially, what, what video game dog character... Would you, would you like to? to would you? Would you enter to compete in the in the uh, the, the, the the dog show? West, Westminster thing. Dog Show. West, Westminster Dog Show. Yeah. Yes. That's tough, man. Uh, I mean, there's a lot. I, uh, I'm Rush, sure. Rush is a pretty good one. You know, I, I picked Rush because he can do everything pretty well. Uh, or be programmed to. I I'm gonna say it's gonna be one of two for me. Either. Uh, <laughs> Well, no, one of three. I'll do one of three. Either dog meat from Fallout, um, <laughs> nice, Chop nice, from nice. Grand Theft Auto V, or what's the name of the fucking dog from that super awesome fucking Wii game? Steal my the, answer, John. Uh, Don't o- steal my answer. Amaterasu. Oh, you stole my answer. There you go. Nobody, nobody's That's bringing it. the Mad Max dog? Sorry, Charlie. So then my runner-up answer is Parappa the Rapper. <laughs> Dude, that's not a runner-up. That's a fucking winner. 
Yeah, that's a show winner right there. <laughs> you know why? Oh, double fucking bonus because Parappa could write your fucking Thanksgiving song for you. <laughs> there, there you go. It probably be, uh, assumedly be better than the one I just came up mm-hmm. with. Yeah. Um, and so, he would also win the very first rap battle at the Westminster Dog Show. <laughs> this is true. You're taking a trophy home, no matter what. <laughs> for us, uh, someone must have been thinking of you because you just won a contest that you didn't enter yourself. I love it when that happens. Uh, oh. The prize is an art commission, which must be based off of the Thanksgiving and kind of Christmas painting, Freedom from Want. Going to have to pull up a All picture. Right. Yeah. There, there's more there's more to her question but hang on a sec while i pull this up um you must pick 11 gaming characters oh come on uh, uh, only one from each respective series and decide where in the painting they'll be presented um so here is the uh painting that songbird fuck this is, is hard torturing us with slash referring to so here's here's the painting, Freedom from Want. And so basically for the audio listeners, um, it's like it's like a grandma and grandpa um, oh. at, the end, at the head of a table. Where I don't believe I've seen this. Neither before. neither um, have I. I. Jesus Christ, Songbird, where do you get this stuff? It's amazing. <laughs> um, I've seen this painting before, but it's been altered for everybody. Everybody's wearing coarse paint in the version I've seen. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Um, okay, so so for the audio listeners, um, it's a it's a very you know it's a very classic like it looks like 60s style um like like family and like you know everybody's dressed real nice uh family around a a, a nice white china on um, thanksgiving dinner grandma and grandpa are at the head of the table grandma is holding out a giant turkey in the process of setting it down and then the rest of the people around the painting are either uh are, are seated at the table looking in are either looking at the turkey looking at each other or some of them are weirdly looking at the observer like the one dude in the bottom right hand corner is kind of mm-hmm. freaking me out um mm-hmm. so so um i uh, songbird in the interest of time um i'm going to have to alter your question so we're not here for another half hour and say it's it's going to be a cast of characters from from a video game um that that would be seated around this table um and uh and uh i'm gonna say i'm just i'm gonna call out two things Who's holding the turkey at the front, and then who's the creepy person in the corner staring back at you? Um, Got it. So, all right, so, so all right. because otherwise we're going to be here for forever. I love yeah. the question, but that's just a little—that's a little too much. That's a show. That might just be our Thanksgiving show. But <laughs> here's what I would say: I would even go as so far as to say this, Songbird. Instead of sending in an email like you normally would next week, why don't we take this picture and make that the songbird part of the show where we actually take a second to kind of break that down? Well, let's talk about it over the course of the week. I don't know, unless you guys want to forego this all together because it's crazy difficult because this is probably one of the hardest things songbirds ever asked us to do, especially for being on the fly. I would agree with that, but I don't want to miss out on whether whatever Songbird would come up with for next week. So Fair enough. I, I say, Fair I enough. say, I, I if if you guys are are on this board, this is pretty with my simple. Al- with my alternate. yeah, your alternate's pretty easy. Okay. All right. Um. Um. So real quick, just just off the cuff, I'm just gonna have to go with um um the Mega Man series. Um, mm-hmm. And um and then it would be of of course it would be um Doctor Light and Doctor Wily. Um. Um, in the back there, they, they would be together holding the turkey, and then it would be, um, uh, and then uh, actually, I, I would say Rush would be the, the the goofy dog in the corner staring back at you, looking all goofy, and then it would just be various characters from the Mega Man uh, yeah. series around the table. That, that, Woodman and all that. That, that. Yeah, that that's my quick answer. To that. Okay, that's quick. That's nice. That's real nice. 
<laughs> uh, Goat, John, you have a, are you ready to go on this one? Oh, fuck. Um, you know, I would say just looking at the picture there, um, it would be really difficult given, given that it's Thanksgiving and it's a feel good type of photograph and it's supposed to imply togetherness and family and giving, it would just be, to me, it would be just everybody, everybody from the various Nintendo games just like the all nintendo of the, family of yeah games. just the nintendo family of games because realistically either that or you know what else i would say every single person sitting at the table is the one of the main um protagonists of each of the final fantasy games just the lead character for each of the final fantasy games would be a good one for me too because those places all those games and characters all take place in different times different places they're sure. not at all okay. associated yeah, yeah. so it would be nice to see those people sit down as the heroes of this giant massive multiverse and uh, see them come together to eat so that or the Nintendo family just so, so Smash Brothers doing doing sweet things together so go so John now pick one of those two answers and just whichever which, whichever one you want Final Fantasy with. okay so Final Fantasy okay. Ricky, who's in the back um, I'm gonna go ahead and say Cloud is in the back because he's he's probably the most well-known Final Fantasy hero. Okay. Um, and then standing next to him would probably be it. It has to be Eris, right? You know. Yeah. Sure. Okay. I like that. Who's your creepy uncle in the front here? Creepy uncle in the front is probably gonna be. Uh, you say anything other than Kate Seth, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Well, but Although he's not a protagonist. So I guess so that's the thing been... is, is you. I can't really do that. I guess I don't think so. I guess it would have to be Cloud in in the back, and then probably maybe Lightning because she's really the only like lead female character in Final Fantasy. I think. Why well, could be female? Lightning being together. Yeah, I could. You know, Cloud, Lightning. I guess it makes sense. It's stupid. They're both dumb names. I just think because um, they're both they're both mopey like emo. Do you mean it's yeah, true? That's fair. Wait, hold on. That's You're fair. telling me how are you telling me that stupid names? If Cloud Lightning have a kid, it's automatically Thunderstorm. Um, who is the? <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna say that the creepy uncle is Titus because I think Titus is a creepy, weird, whiny, Perfect. bitchy little jerk ass. That's why. Perfect. I love it. All right, yeah. Goat, you're up. Uh, this is hard. Like stupid hard. Um. Let's see here. Uh, I think I think I want to make these people the cast from. Oh, let's see here. Uh, probably uh, Left for Dead. Mm-hmm. Like like the 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 two games combined. You think probably like, that'd be eight people. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Level shy, so I'm I'm not familiar with Left 4 Dead, so I'm probably not going to get any jokes here. But so, who's holding the turkey, and then who's who's creepy uncle? Um, I haven't played a lot uh, of them Bill. Bill is creepy uncle. Yeah, Bill is creepy uncle, and I'm going to say turkey. Who would be holding the turkey? That little the little chick, the little annoying chick in the first one, who's always whining and crying about everything. What the hell's her name? Of that turkey, I don't think she could hold it up. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, semantics. Uh, fair enough. I want, it's something with a K. I want to say Karen. No, no, no. <laughs> Are you talking about the first one or the second one? First one, first one. The Zoe. really annoying short chick. Zoe. Zoe, that's it. Yeah. She will be holding that turkey. Right on. And that turkey will be one of the exploding fat guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> the boomers? Yes. Oh, okay. Well done. <laughs> um, so, uh, Songbird, 
uh, thank you sincerely. For um, that. That, that, that was, that was fun to do. Um, Dustin just had probably the best fucking answer. I'm sorry. Uh, the cast of mass effect Two. And Rex is and, the turkey. That's fucking perfect. Charlie, he stole your answer. Outstanding. Uh, that, that's, that, that's pretty good. Um, Outstanding. Uh, other suggestions uh, from the, uh, the, oh God, the chat room is fantastic. I just, I was looking at the picture. I wasn't looking at chat. You guys are awesome. <laughs> um, Dustin suggested that crazy dude's uh, drink was spiked with Viagra. Um, I, I could see that. Um, um, something, oh, some, uh, no, we're talking about grandma's being moist. Things are going wrong here. Um, mm, yes, they uh, are. <laughs> table waiting for scraps. Okay. Um, referring to John's earlier answer. Mm. Um, I would love to see the photos of Team Fortress characters. So that would be good. Um, grandpa is having grandma as medic. And then, um, yeah, no, that's perfect. Um, <laughs> thank you, Songbird. Thank you, well, chat yeah. room. Thank you. Yeah, everybody. well done, chat room. Well done, Songbird, this was, this for craziness. Fun, this was a fun mailbag this week. That was yeah, awesome. it was. It was a lot of fun. Um, um, this, cool. This so, sack is fun. Or, um, <laughs> um, okay, so uh, just a reminder to everybody in case, uh, um, in, in uh, you know, like we mentioned at the top of the show. Um, so uh, for, for next week, um, if you are going to be at CollisionCon or we're thinking about going, um, first of all, you should because the villains are going to be playing. You're playing both nights there, John, right? Is that correct? Yeah, Friday and Saturday night. We're going to be doing both. Joy. Fantastic. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Great news for the performers. Not so great news for the techs. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> So if you were thinking about going, uh, keep an eye on the Gamerhead Radio social media feeds because we are very seriously considering doing some sort of guerrilla recording show, which may literally just be in a hotel room somewhere, uh, huddle, huddle, huddled around a laptop with a single mic and a single webcam, and whoever else wants to crowd into the room and watch us and be loud and obnoxious with us, probably, maybe. Um, so uh, definitely keep an eye on that. We've never done something like that before, but um, Goat and John are going to be there anyways, and I haven't been in the same room as those two guys, I think. Oh, no, since the last con we were all at together. Um, so uh, Midwest, Anime Midwest um, was, was the last July. <laughs> too long is, the, is, is what that Way is Way too fucking long. So, um, and, uh, so, yeah, so keep an eye on that. And, um, yeah, so uh, that's, that, that may affect the nature of next week's show, which if that happens also, to be clear, um, we will be recording. We, we're still going to try and record live and, and do the normal stream and everything unless um, – Unless uh, unless the uh, hotel Wi-Fi is crap, which is entirely possible, uh, we might try and hotspot it otherwise. But we'll just have to see how that all works out. But if uh, so, but the recording time also next week, even if you're not going to be a collision con, could be radically different. It could be like noon. We don't we don't we're not really sure yet because these two guys got to figure out um, their schedules and see if see if that'll work out. So may or may not happen. And if it does happen, maybe at a completely different time. But it'll probably still be on Sunday and we slice it. And then just a reminder, like we said earlier in the show, uh, we are going to be are doing our uh, our Connell delete recording um, our gamer of gamerhead radio live uh, we're going to be in panel room it's either two or b whichever whichever it is um, on uh, Saturday December seventeenth at uh, noon thirty uh, for a for what we are anticipating being about a half, an hour and a half long show and so if you're going to be a Connell delete make sure and check us uh, out there as well. So our, our topic and question for next week is just going to be just generally speaking, um, any, any sort of holiday shopping slash specifically if you have one Black Friday, um, stories that you may have from your time um, just being a video game consumer. Um, any times where you may have gotten a particularly good deal, any stories about having to literally fight somebody over the last copy of a game. I mean, those would be priceless if you have them. Um, if, you, if you, especially people, if, if you've worked in retail and would like to give us a, an anonymous answer, just 
when you, it, we will absolutely respect that. So you can, you can email your answer into editors at Gamerhead Radio um, or direct message us on Twitter or uh, Facebook message us on our page. If you want to, if you have some, a story that you would like to share, but remain anonymous for, for, for people who may still be working for said retailers, <laughs> I will, we will absolutely respect that. <laughs> yes. Those would be, those we would will, be fantastic. We will definitely um, say your name and not where you work. Um, no, yes. uh, no, uh, uh, yeah, well, no, we'll say neither. Uh, I think it's maybe what you meant to say, but, um, uh, but yeah, no, you do so, it your so way, I'll do it. Okay. Um, that'll be our show for next week. Um, so, uh, b- uh before we sign on, uh, you, you would like to share with our listeners. Um, you know, just that, that this coming week, you know, as Charlie mentioned, there's going to be collision con for these films. We haven't done a show in a minute. We've been, kind of rebuilding a lot of things since uh, Annalise and Mike's departure um, from the band, just because we had built one show to work um, with those moving parts in mind. And since they're not a part of it anymore, we're having to kind of rethink how we want to present it. And it's actually kind of an opportunity. Like the timing of it works really good because it leaves us in a place and puts us in a position where if we really want, we could completely rebuild the show from the ground up into something that like fans of our show have never really seen. So we're debating on whether or not we want to do that right now because it's very fucking time consuming. Um, but we'll see, you know, for now we're, we're going to finish out the contracts that we have for the year and then take a, take a microscope to the show and figure out what we want to do with it. So, but come see us, you know, it's not often we do back-to-back shows on a Friday and a Saturday anymore. So if you buy the badge for the weekend, you get to see two shows. Um, and we'll be there hanging out all weekend so you get to hang out with us and we'll just fucking chill with everybody, man. It was, it's been a while since we've done a show where we could just hang with everybody. And me in particular, I was not, I didn't have a job where I had weekends off. So I was kind of in and out of them for a while. You guys might notice I have weekends off. I'll be there hanging with everybody all weekend. It'll be good. Come in. Um, Zach is suggesting more pyrotechnics, which I, which is something that I absolutely stand behind. Um, we're going to oh, burn Christ. that motherfucker to the ground, Zach. Great. going to set that <laughs> shit on fire, dude. Well, I've been. Thinking about going to get my pyro license. Might as well do it this year. <laughs> Perfect timing. Wonderful. Um. Okay. Okay. Go. I am. I have to ask. A pyro license is that a state thing? Is that a national thing? Like, is that a union thing? Like, what is that? Um. It's usually. Uh. It depends. Uh. If you go through the union, it's usually nationwide. So, but some okay. some states you have to have certain uh extra, certs. So. Okay. Interesting. Um, I never imagined that there was such a thing, but it makes perfect sense that there is. Um, Insurance is the reason. Again, I completely get it. I just hadn't <laughs> thought about it. Um, but obviously, everything John said basically applies to you as well, but anything else that uh, you'd like to talk about? Mm, no. No. Nope. Just that I'm going to be doing two shows at uh, Collision Con and making these fools look good. It's true. It's true. He makes us look good. <laughs> And God bless you for, for your work, sir. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm, on my side of the thing, um, nothing out of the ordinary to report um, aside from, again, maybe being a collision con. Um, so, uh, so yeah, that's, um, that's it. That's our show. That's us. Um, thanks to everybody that's been hanging out in the chat room. You guys have been particularly awesome this week. Thank you very much. Um, thank you to Songbird once again for your email. Uh, that was stellar. I'm sorry that we couldn't... It's, it's, full, it's, it's full due, but... Again, three-hour shows is not good for the listeners. Um, and, uh, and also, of course, thank you to everybody else that responded to the mailbag. Um, we hope to see you all back again next week. 
With all that being said, if you like what you heard, you can find us at GamerHeadRadio.com, at Facebook.com backslash GamerHeadRadio, at Google.com backslash plus GamerHeadRadio, and then Twitter at GamerHeadRadio, where also I am at C.E.K. Charlie, John is at the Fallon Flynn, and Goat is at Sir Goatsworth. Um, you can email us at editors at GamerHeadRadio.com or call and leave us a voicemail at 949-26-GAMER. Um, next person who leaves a voicemail gets a cookie next time I see you. That's a promise. Um, uh, uh, you can, uh, if you have a, an Android device, you can download the official GamerHead Radio app uh, from the Google Play Store, or you can subscribe on iTunes, uh, Stitcher Radio, uh, YouTube, Twitch, or with your podcast downloader of choice. Speaking of YouTube, we are typically here doing the show live on our YouTube channel uh, every Sunday night from 8 until 10-ish, um, give or take, just depending on when things get going and when things wind up. Um, so once again, thanks for everybody who um, subscribed, listened, downloaded, uh, participated, responded, commented, all of the above uh, this, this past week and during this show. You guys have all been fantastic. Um, this has been episode 194. Um, and, uh, yeah, come out to the collision con. You may get to hang out with us and do us a, a